Bam, we're live. Woo. That's close. Oh. Was it? Did I miss it? Oh, I hear a hum. What the fuck is that? Oh, there we go. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. What's up, dude? Morning. I was running some tests in here yesterday. I did a uh, podcast with Avi. Oh. Yeah. Uh, just like a, a, not a live one. Um, trying to get this thing ready. Dave's coming in tonight. I think it's our first, I mean, Suze has been in here for a test run, but I don't think I've done a live show with a guest in here. I actually thought, um, uh, I actually thought Don Fall was going to be my first guest, but it looks like it's going to be Dave. I'm going to send you the um, notes for uh, Travis and, um, did I send the wrong? I'm now I'm paranoid. I sent them the wrong link. <laughs> Maybe I'll Too maybe I'll maybe I'll resend it. It's Travis Mayer first, right? I think so, yeah. And then Devin Kim. Right. Here I'll resend it. Because yesterday, didn't I send the wrong link to someone and they came like twelve minutes late? Yeah. Which is my fault. Alexis Raptus. Yeah. Yeah. Alexis Raptus. Yeah, her. Okay, and then I'm sending you the uh, show notes. Here we go. Caleb. Oh, there he is. I see him. I see him cruising in. Matt Souza. Travis and Devin show. Travis and Devin September. Mid stroke. You got a mid stroke. That's right, baby. How we doing, man? Dude, at six fifty-eight, I was buck, buck naked. That's the that usually if I look at the clock and it's like in the fifties and I'm naked, I'm like, fuck, I better hurry up. But six fifty-eight, I'm so glad you were a little tardy yourself. I was just finished up. Yeah, nice, very nice. How you Good doing, you, dude? Looking dude, nice and gray as usual. Really? Where? Yeah, you do this? Look. Oh, okay. this. Oh, this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that new for you? Uh, no, I just don't usually let it grow out this long. So I feel like it's exposed more, man. It really is. Wow. I really like your, um, your, I, I like, I'm digging your look. Thanks man. Yeah. You're looking good. You almost, you oh. almost look rebranded. It's been so long since I've seen you. Like you rebranded yourself. What, what do you mean? I saw you at the games. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. You were just too busy. Too busy at the games. Did, what did you think about the games being there? Like at, not about the games, like. The games in general, but what did Travis Mayer think about being at the games and like not participating but being there? Yeah, I'm definitely not much of a fan of a spectator. Uh, Have you ever done that before? Is that the first time you've ever been there as a spectator? True spectator, yeah, that was the first time I've ever. God, it sucks to be you. Watched, yeah, it was. It, I mean, I think it was good in hindsight of like getting a different perspective of how you kind of view the pressure and expectation of different things. Where like as the outsiders looking in, I don't feel like I felt that as much just from like sitting there but like watching the athletes you can see what's happening and unfolding and i think from that standpoint it kind of like gave me a different perspective um but other than that yeah the it was cool to interact with a lot of people but i'd much rather be on the competition floor yeah um being there without a job is it is a skill in itself that I think if you're there with a job, it's hard to make the shift. I'm not saying it's bad yeah. to go there without a job, but like I, it would be weird for me to be there without a camera 
Yeah. And just like I'm sure it was weird for you to be there and not have to perform. Like, have you been without a camera? Yeah, but I didn't go. Like once, like the years that they told me I could, I go. just, I, well, I mean, I was in Madison, but I just, like, I just pouted at the at the our Airbnb. Oh, that, was that the year that uh, Glassman was there and you were the Coke stuff or whatever? Was it the, that? It was just basically when they fired the media team. I actually went there in 2018 or 19, whatever what was my last year, thinking I was going to film the behind the scenes. And I got there and him and the the current CEO were like, no, you're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, that that broke my heart. That Dude, that's like going to the prom and you're in your dates with another dude. It was like that. Yeah. When, because uh, you did it this year. Yeah. Killed it, dude. When do you get to publish that? When does that come out? I, um, the first three episodes are done and, um, we were reviewing them and basically we decided that the first three episodes really need to be six episodes cause they're like over an hour each, but they're so awesome. dude. But I feel like that's what, I mean, back in the day, that's what they used to be. People, they will, them. they will, they'll still be long and will, but they're just too long. Yeah. They're just too long. Yeah. And if I charge a quarter each to watch them like 25 cents each and I have like 30 of episodes, I could be a millionaire. Oh, so you're expected to get a lot of views. <laughs> I see. I see it already. I see it already. Um, when you say you got a different perspective, what do you think? What What do you think that perspective? Um, uh, I feel like pressure and things you put on yourself as an athlete. Like, right? I think you have to do that to in order to perform and show up and be ready. But I also think sometimes it's too much. At least for me personally. Um, and you kind of think like. <clears throat> on the moment in the floor people are like almost just like watching you but then as you're like up there and like spectating that's not the case mm. like everybody's watching everything like no one's thinking of like that one person that like failed the muscle up or whatever like it's just like okay and then you just keep like scanning the whole floor of watching like yeah you have the people you want to watch and who they're showcasing but i think if you're like not that one or two place person like that's on the screen and like who they're actually probably like kind of watching like the pressure is just more like, Hey, you need to just execute to the best of your ability and like show up on that. And like, regardless, if you start to mess up or something, it's not like you're less of a person or not as good as like what you're capable of because like people are all seeing that. But in reality, no one's really watching it. Um, but it's just this logic that you're thinking about internally and adding more stress to yourself. And you got that, you got a new perspective since you weren't competing yeah that perspective came yeah i i'm trying to remember which athlete i was just talking about that with like yeah the fans the fans are happy for you if you finish or you don't finish or you take first or you take six they're they're yeah. pumped it, 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 but i do see yeah it, it's a totally different perspective than the pressure the athletes are putting on themselves for sure and hey, I mean, I, do you I, think it's bad if you lose that what if you maybe it's better to just be like oh my god everyone's staring at me i, I fucked up or i did great I mean, I think in certain cases it can be, right? Like yeah. if it pays off and you do well, then I feel like, great, it's building confidence. But at the other side of that, I feel like it could be detrimental and like <laughs> then you think you're worthless and not doing well on the other side of that. So right. I think it kind of go both ways. Um, do you enjoy the games when you compete? Oh, some years. Yeah. yeah. I'll be, oh. some, some years I've been there and I'm like, I'm just, I'm burned out. I'm tired. I don't want to be here. Um that's happened but then other years i feel like there's the highs and lows throughout any competition that on the lows you're like this is not enjoyable right now and 
I'm not having fun. And then on the other side of things, when you have a good workout or things are kind of going in your favor, like it's much easier, of course, to be present and excited about competing and pushing for a better place and work to climb the leaderboard or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I feel like every year has been different, like different feelings, different experiences, emotions, kind of all of those things. You know, when you, when you get married it, and it's like the best night of your life or as you're building up to the marriage, you're not like, Ooh, there's going to be a couple in, in three years. There's going to be a tough year coming. Oh, there's going to be this one year when we want to yeah. get divorced the whole year. You're not even thinking that, right? You're just like, fuck, yeah. this is great. I can't wait to get a house and a car and some kids and fuck love of my life. And holy yeah. shit, like going on the honeymoon and wow, get to sleep naked in bed with this girl every night for the rest of my life. You're not even like, but, but the games, is it guaranteed? Is it like a, is it like a relationship? Is it guaranteed? There's, there's going to be this yeah, moment during the games. Year. Like I felt like this year or last year, I felt mentally, physically prepared the most. And then, the first event had this. You're not week. just saying that you felt the most prepared this year. Last this year, past, well, last I got year. I got hurt this year. Right, it was out, but the year before that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so then hand, uh, or what was it? I like double hamstring cramped on the first event. Ripped my hands on the chest bar in the first event, and like I haven't ripped in years. And I was like, what just took place? Yeah. Then we go to the next event, climbing the pegboard. My hand slips, so I grab onto the peg, and it literally just tears my whole hand apart. And, like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And this was the second event, right? And I feel like that just kind of sets the tone where, like, the first two events, right, you have these expectations of, like, showing up, really trying to, like, execute. You've worked really hard on these things. And then, like, boom, here, let's punch you in the face on one event. Up oh, next event, let's just rip your hand to shred. And now you're, like, competing with that. And I feel like it just kind of set the tone for me. And I – I personally had a hard time snapping out of that. Um, and even you prepare for that ahead of time to snap out of it. Are you like, okay, if this happens, I think eat yeah. two Jolly ranchers and slap yourself <laughs> in the face. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you do, but I also feel like you have to have those experiences to learn and grow from that. Um, where I think I just probably mentally wasn't as prepared as I thought I was to handle the more adverse situation of that, of like, okay, what really could potentially go wrong and then go wrong again and then go wrong again. And I think after like the third thing, I like Max even tried to like snap me out of it. And I was like, not having it. I was just kind of like over it and just pissed off about it. And then you're ultimately ruining the whole experience in general from that. And I mean, looking back at it, you wish you could have done it a different way, but that's just not the way it works. Um, I, I want you to know, um, take this for what it's worth, but uh, Patricia says that, um, uh, she she's seen many a men tear while pegging, so you shouldn't feel. Yeah, um, it, it it can it can ha it can happen to to the best of them. Yeah, it can. Oh, it did. It got me. It got me good. I was so pissed off about that. Someone someone tore this year really bad. That was surprised. Was it Vellner? What what event was that this year that uh, just whole hands were coming off? Something happened this year. Early so legless rope climbs. In semifinals. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, was semifinals. W were the oh. ropes wet? Is that why? They had to control the descent down. So uh, I think that's what tore like their hands. Hands from that. Uh, Caleb chimes in. Well, thank you, Mister Mister uh, Beaver. Yeah, those tear those tears were nasty. Hey, is is a hand tear really that bad? Is, is it? Does it change I mean, things? Definitely, like depths, right? Like if you get like a little callus and it kind of rips i feel like those are kind of okay no but i mean the really deep ones where it's yeah, just those, a fucking bloody mess those hurt, those hurt. 
I think it, then it just makes everything you do after that super sensitive to grab onto. So like any barbell work, any like I remember then we had like the squat clean traverse whatever, and when I would clean, I would just hold the bar at my fingertips because it was just like it's painful holding weight. So it takes way. the edge off. It does take the edge off. You lose a, you lose a millisecond here. You lose a few pounds there yeah. because you're tentative. Oh, for sure. And maybe that's just your soft. Who knows? But for me, I feel like it definitely it definitely changes the feeling and kind of like go get it mentality of like you're just going to be semi tentative when you're going to grab onto the bar or jump up and do toes to bar, but you're holding on more with your fingertip versus like your whole hand. And I feel like that's just going to, of course, affect the overall performance. Uh, Vellner tore at the games. Yeah, they got infected. Yeah, I didn't know they got infected, but something did happen to him at the games that was so nasty really early on. Like, so nasty. What was it? Well, I feel like that's all. That's Vellner, right? He falls from the top of the cargo net that one year. He needs challenge. Yeah. <laughs> he, he needs adversity. Hey, Travis, there's a there's a video of you training with a 250-pound um, sandbag. Correct. Um, when I think of the sandbag and I, uh, when I think of going back, like a little ball, a little ball, that's you. I just grab a little ball and throw you up. Yeah. That's two of me. That's two of me. That, that's You're me and my wife. Five pounds? <laughs> no, but close. <laughs> that's you grabbing me and my wife and saving us from a burning, uh, build. that's you grabbing your whole family, dude. And running out of the burning grabbing, building. That's probably grab. I don't know. That might be grabbing more than my kids. Um, so They're- I know you're a professional athlete. But there's a danger component to the bag, I feel like, that's not there for all the other implements. Meaning, when I saw them doing this at the games, everyone was, like, doing this shit with their neck, and people's backs were tweaked. And Is that a dangerous thing to practice? Uh, I don't think so. I think when Neck, you get- spine, that doesn't... <laughs> I think when you started, once they started adding, like, hey, you got to go to your shoulder now, and you're getting up to, like, 340 pounds and stuff, I think from the inexperience of doing that you potentially can but i think for most of us like we've all carried a 300 or done shuttles with it whatever you want to say um, i think it's just becoming more normal now that you're implementing going to the shoulder with it but i think i do it pretty frequently so i don't feel like it's a dangerous movement if you're doing it wrong but or if you're doing it right, but if you of course don't aren't sure what you're doing, then yeah, it's gonna get a little out of hand. Dot com did a video back in the day where a guy was run, uh, Jim had programmed a uh, running with kettlebells, and a guy, and it was run and yeah, then turn at around. OC throwdown one time. Pardon me. At OC Throwdown, it was like a you had two fifty three kettlebells run. I think it was a mile. Take one kettlebell off, run another mile with one kettlebell, then run a mile without. I, I, this was at a gym that was uh, uh, in Lompoc, California. This was just at a CrossFit gym. And the guy paralyzed himself and had to, like, from the ne- neck down, just from some tweak he did. You know what I mean? From carrying that. I just feel like that that bag, man, I, I know you guys are professional athletes, but there's just no symmetry in it, and it's just crazy yeah. weight on the spine. I don't mean to jinx you anyway. Okay, yeah. you're fine with it. You're like, fuck you, quit being a pussy, Savon. You don't understand. Yeah, I mean, well, what am I going to do, right? It's like you programming it. You got to figure out how to do it. So I feel like you train it and get comfortable using it. And the more exposure I feel like you can create and learn to create tension and brace and be at kind of like an odd position catching it, I feel like 
it'll make you set up for success rather than just being like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it because it could potentially lead to something where I think, I mean, growing up racing motocross, I feel like you can't really have the fear of what could mm-hmm. happen. Like mm-hmm. I, I got run over a bunch. I had pegs go through my leg. I had plenty of things that happened and took place, but you just like, you can't think about that as your like race. second, pe- second pegging experience. Um, second oh. pegging injury that's come up on this show <laughs> uh, in 17 minutes. I would have never thought. Yeah, um, that bag's crazy heavy, right? I mean, uh, if you leave it in the middle of the gym, there's not very many people who are. It's gonna stay there. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I did just buy a 400 pound one though, but I haven't filled it up. What's gonna? What do you fill it with? Sand. You have sand in where? Where? Where do you live in Georgia? Yeah, but I mean, you can just go to like Home Depot or Lowe's or something and get a bunch of bags and just load it up. Uh. What is a 400 sound, uh, 400 pound sandbag for? It's as tall as you. Um, <laughs> I believe it. I believe no, it. I don't know. I saw it on the, on Rogue's website when I was looking to get a new replacement bag. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like this would be kind of cool to figure out how to, yeah, look at the size of that thing. God, I love you, Caleb. I was the whole time. I was like, let me see this fucking thing. Look at the difference of that. <laughs> So I don't know. I'm How much fl- is the 400 pound bag? Does your wife know you bought that? Yeah. Oh my God. You bought a $165 bag. I did. Hey, I, Does that I mean you're tri- now? pardon me. <laughs> yeah. Caleb's getting one. <laughs> hey, I'd be, I'm so curious how many of those 400 pound bags they've sold. I would assume probably 10. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool. I mean, and if anything, but we'll of course take weight out and use it. But I mean, we, what that year at the games, what was the heaviest? It ended at like what? 340, 350 for the lift. Well, that is the thing too, right? If you want a 350 pound bag, you have to get the 400 pound bag. Yeah. So to ultimately get it to that. So I said, we'll originally take it at 350, <clears throat> play with it and then go for the 400. Cause I feel like it'd be cool to just be able to pick it up and carry it absolutely nuts i feel like it's one of those things right like if you squat 500 that's kind of cool i feel like if you carry a 400 pound bag in a on your chest I feel like that'd be pretty cool <laughs> um how tall are you 511 oh you're tall and and how much do you weigh 205 is your recover and how old are you 32 and uh are you caucasian or black would you like to keep going with any more questions yeah can you put your hands behind your back please <laughs> Would you, um, like my, would you like my social as well? And you have four kids? Yep. Come on, you should know that. You should know that. Come on. And any issues with um uh well you could be you could throw in, yeah, and a fifth one on the way. No. Nope. No, no. <laughs> nope. No more. Uh how how's um how's recovery? Great beautiful family, by the way. I don't just saying that either. You're stoked. Thanks, man. You're no, so I think stoked. I think from a recovery standpoint, I I spend a lot of time doing it, and then I feel like right. So I feel like I take more care of myself, and it's probably on a tighter time frame. But like finishing workouts, hopping on a bike or something, cooling down, ice bathing every night, and then I'm usually in bed at nine o'clock and probably asleep by nine o five. So you're having issues with recovery as you get older. That's what I'm hearing you say. Uh, no, I feel like I, that's why I do recover well is that I go to bed early. I take care of myself. 
Specifically, I mean between uh, multiple workouts in a day. I'm not worried about like your soreness of your glutes or your hamstring recovery or your shoulders. What about what about? Th- I, I think what goes in athletes as they get older is um, their recovery between their 8 a.m. workout and their 11 a.m. workout. No, I feel like I've done the same for the last probably few years. Of I feel like you just kind of get into a routine of what works and. I kind of have figured out for my body what works best. So immediately when I'm done taking a shake, then I eat and then, or before that, then I'm cooling down on a bike, then doing some sort of static stretching or getting PT work done a few times a week. And then from there, then eat lunch and then go right into the next session. So like, right, Uh, I just finished before this, had a shake. I'll go out and do another workout probably in an hour or so. So I'll eat when we're done and then go do another one. Uh, uh, Spiegel, let's talk about wackadoo, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. No, I love Miss Green. Fuck you. By the way, if you talk to her, ask, tell her I'd like to have her on the show. I admire her immensely. Her, her, her presence, her speaking skills, her fitness, her hair. Um, are, are we, so you're going to go to the games. You're going to be 32. What, uh, is, that's the plan this year to go hard? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't trying to, to go hard and go after it. I mean, I'll go rogue first. Rogue will be what's next. Then Wadapalooza. And then the whole season will kind of start over. Um, You said you wouldn't it, be doing this if you didn't plan to go hard. What do you think about uh, Noah going to the game? Going to the games with – No, going to the games this year without the intention of winning. What, what's my personal thought on that? Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just say no one's listening. That really bummed me yeah. out when he. Well, that yeah, really I mean, bummed me out I, when he's like he's already announcing he's going teams the next year and shit. I'm like, come on, Noah. Yeah. I Not mean, bummed I me think, out like as like I was mad at him, but I I was kind of I felt almost bad for him like that. That's not the way you should do it. I mean, I would agree to that. Of like, if I knew it was my last year, right? I feel like you'd want to really dive more into that just knowing like hey this is my last year as an individual i want to like finish this as strong as possible and see where i can really take it on like the last kind of year but i know for him just because personally knowing him and it was more just like he wanted to enjoy the experience of like enjoying training and getting ready for the games and like training with people doing more class stuff just different type of training than what I believe is setting you up for contending at the games and right. Like he's been able to do that for the last X amount of years. So I feel like to then go there on your final year as an individual and like not be near that. I, I would assume that that would be pretty frustrating, right? Like you're going there to compete. Right. And I think internally he's a competitor. So no matter what you get there and if it's not going the way, according to plan, like you're going to be frustrated. Like, even if your intent was like, Hey, I'm just here to enjoy the experience. Like deep down, like that has to hurt. At least for me, it would, because it's like, I'm there and I want to contend and try to like fight for a spot and do the best of my abilities. And I think when you get in that moment and realize maybe I should have trained a little harder or whatever, but I think he accepted that that was what he agreed to do going into this season. And then just kind of accepted that that's where he ended up. Um, Rambler, uh, Noah's such a good dude. Positivity, positive energy all day for sure. Yes, he does. Hundred percent. I I had this um friend whose girlfriend broke up with him in college, 
Yeah. And he asked her if he could have sex with her one last time. And she did. And I'm like, I, I, just from my back, I was like, this is so weird. That is weird. <laughs> what does that have to do with no games? <laughs> I feel like that there's a bridge there. <laughs> like either go, like, like your time is done or it's not done. Oh. I understand the des- I understand the desire of wanting to have sex with her one last time. You know what I mean? Like I understand. Like you think you're gonna win her over with something magical, but like, um, uh, oh, I was I just trying to figure out what you were comparing that to, but now I get. It. There's just a um, uh, and my friend and they did. They had sex one more time. It didn't help. Didn't it? Didn't help I, him. <laughs> I think it made things worse. Probably did. I, I, I I need to get Noah on here and ask him if he if he wishes he would have changed that. Does he do remember that? Do you remember that one year he showed up at the game? Well, will he still not film with you? <clears throat> no, I I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't answered my last like two or three texts, but he's <laughs> he's so nice to me. He you know is. what I mean? Like when nice he finally what? Because he's such a nice guy. When he finally does return my text, he'll be he'll be like like there's something happened. You know what I mean? Like his dog ate his phone or something. He's not a ghoster. Like he'll be like, not now, Savon. Like you know what I mean? Like he's he's sincere to me. Someone like said he's terrible. someone said he's cringe. He's not cringe, uh, Jason. You just don't. He's not cringe. He's fun. He's easy. I enjoy being around him so much. Yes, I feel like it, social media sometimes portrays different. Like you think he's just that's not real, and it's like a front, but that's just how he is all the time. Like yeah, he's, he's always nice. like bubbly. He's always excited. He's always like eager to do something he's always just like a nice person yeah he's like if he was a dog he'd be what his tail's fucking on just wag <laughs> wagging like a mofo he would be his dog that's what he would be yeah, he's, a, he, he's such a wagger um so so um you, you don't go last year why didn't you go so i had a severe bone bruise of the hook of the handmate inside my hand and i couldn't so it's the bone pretty much inside your hand here okay how did that happen? Uh, well, that's a great question. There was never like a moment. So at Wadapalooza, during the team event, me, myself, and Chandler, we finish, wake up the next morning, and I like go to press to like sit up out of the bed and can't physically press. And I was like, well, that's that's kind of weird. Then I was like, whatever, like post-competition. You always Do you have kinda... COVID? Do you have COVID right now? No, I have sinusitis. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's definitely eating me up right now. It's not fun. Um, but couldn't put any pressure on it. Went to grab my luggage, and it was like, it was pretty painful. But I was like, I'll give it a few days, and it'll probably be fine. I guess like a week goes by, Max is like, all right, you ready to jump back in? I'm like, yeah. So then he wrote some like easy overhead squat and support holds. And I went to like hop up onto the ring and couldn't even get my body weight onto the ring at all. And I was like, well, that's strange. I was like, all right, we'll give it another week. So we just did some other stuff. It's some lower body, more machine work. And then we started to try something else. And I was like, I still can't put any weight on my hand, like zero. Um, if it was like life or death, if you told me to try to hold a support hold, like I was done. Like there was not, I couldn't do it. it because of pain, because of discomfort? It literally felt like the bone was shooting through my hand. Like, uh, like a plantar fasciitis, but but on your hand? I have no clue. I've never had that. So I don't, oh, okay. I don't know the feeling of that, but yeah, you didn't want that one. Yeah. So then ended up, I have an orthopedic here, went and got an MRI, CT, x-ray all done. 
and then they were just like, it's a severe bone bruise. What the fuck is a bone bruise? It just about as close to a break as it could have been without being broken. Um, Mm. He's like, you would have rather. I thought that was like a a, a stress fracture. Yeah, he was like, you would have rather been broken because I could have taken it out. He's like, so now you have the chance of being a month to six months before it could be recovered. Um, So then it was around five months before it was fully recovered. So I I just played a bunch of golf is what I did. Um, what do you mean he could have taken it out? Well, if it was broken, they go in and they surgically can take that out. You don't need that bone? No. And then he said at like 16 weeks, you could go in and break it if we wanted to. And I was like, dude, no. You don't need that bone. You don't need it, Svan. Yeah, there's a whole uh, generation of people who don't think they need another bone that they're having removed, too. I wonder how that's <laughs> playing out for them. <laughs> don't have any bones removed. Keep, yeah. keep Don't have keep any bones. bones. But yeah. no, I just like I'm already sitting. I already knew I was sitting the season out. So I was like, I'm already going to have to rest and take time off. So I was just going to take that time fully off. So I did. Do you have any stories where like I, and then after he told me that I went back to the house and I opened up my Bible and Psalms 13, four spoke to me and my wife put her arms around me. And I knew at that point that, do you have one of those? No. Come on, dude. I came home. I was angry and pissed off that my season was over. And then was furious. Hole in the wall. Yeah. (laughs) Threw Uh, one of your kids out the front door. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty pissed off to be honest. And then, uh, I think I came back to the gym was like, maybe I'll try to train or do something. And then, Max was like, you need to just stop. And then we kind of realized that that was the end of the season. And so I took up one of my enjoyable hobbies of playing golf and pretty much played golf every single day. And I didn't want to. Really? Every day? Yeah. I played roughly five days a week. Did you get better? Yeah. I was getting pretty good there. (laughs) Your hand didn't hurt when you swung? swung? No. With where the club was hitting it, wouldn't. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think if it wasn't to have, like, another hobby outside of CrossFit to, like, entertain myself, it would have been a pretty rough time. Um, would have been child I, five, yeah. child five, child five. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Still no. Had uh, the fifth child get here, I broke my hand. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm smart. Nope. Look, I think four is great. I love four. Five. Four is great. Well, hey, why don't you go for four? My my wife, I, I, I would. My wife's like, uh-uh. I, she just says, she claims she doesn't have any more eggs. She's <laughs> But we still have to use protection. <laughs> doesn't even fucking make any sense. Because she knows what could happen. <laughs> she's like, she's like threatening me. She's like, if you get me pregnant, I'm giving you triplets. I'm like, perfect. Can they be girls this time? I'll take three. Be the fucking Brady Bunch. I would love more. Hey, would what's you, your what's your ages? Would you really? Yeah, I would. Like how you would really re- realistically take triplets? Yeah. Wow, savage. I'm really enjoying it. But I guess if you, I guess if you're, and I'm not doing anything. I'm not 32, dude. I'm 51. Like I'm not doing shit. Yeah, you're just videoing behind the scenes. I guess that's all they got you doing these days. Going to skate parks and behind the scenes. That's what Savan's out here doing. Yeah. It, Are you skating with it? No. No. Oh, hey. This is if, if I older if I, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> if I stand on a skateboard, literally my kids will start crying. <laughs> like they know. 
they know. You don't ever try to get on the half pipe that you have at your house? The fuck no, dude. Have you at all? Not no. one. Not no. one. I, I, dude, I st- I climb up there. I brush it off almost every other day, and then I and I air it off, and I and I'm scared that I'm gonna <laughs> slip and fall. Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm old, dude. I'm old, I'm like fragile. Oh, that's why you strength train. <clears throat> like just in case, just in case. Yeah, in case you fall. They literally cry if I stand on a skateboard. They'll start crying. They'll run over, please don't, please don't. I'm like, I look that old. They're like, they got the old dad. How old are you? 51. <laughs> I'm 20 years older than your kid's dad. That's accurate. Yeah, that's it's fucked up. <laughs> it's impressive. My, still- my kids say shit to me like, um, don't worry, we won't beat you up. Even if you're mean to us now, we won't beat you up. When, uh, in a few years when you're really old. I, like, well, I feel like the way you're training them, they're going to be able to beat you up in about a year. CTP cam. Oh, get out of here. Flash the titty. Oh, let's talk about the... Oh, let's talk about uh, CTP and let's talk about your kidneys. Um, how do you... Uh, you have a pretty great new tattoos. Yep. Uh, two, two cats. Why, um, why did you do that? And, and, and what do you tell your kids? What, what do I tell my kids? I tell them, yeah. like, why I got them. Like, okay. so each tattoo, of course, has a meaning. There's all meetings behind every single tattoo um, that I've gotten. Most of the ones that I've had recently, of course, are based off of all of them. Um, so each of them have essentially a half sleeve. So, like, my first one was on my left shoulder, then right shoulder, then left forearm, right forearm. And so they've all had meaning. And then this one was what I wanted. So the pretty much the Black Panther and the Jaguar, of course, are coming from the same family. And then the way the perspective of how people view them are completely different and what the world I sometimes feel like I view and external viewpoints of how I view certain things versus other people and how you can have two different complete perspectives of looking at something when ideally it can come from the same thing. So I feel like a more personal, internal, external reasons of why I got it. And when you say pers- perspectives, you mean like some some people think one of those cats, basically it's the same cat, but one of them thinks one of them is dangerous and one of them is friendly or something like that? Yeah, essentially. I guess that's a, that's an easy way to put it, yes. And, and was there an, an actual thing that you were like that inspired it? An actual like, hey, some people think monster trucks are dumb. Some think monster trucks are cool. That um, was exactly it. It was based on monster trucks. <laughs> was, there, was there anything that like – Specific. I mean, I like it just life experiences and things I've learned over the years and thought about. And as I've gotten older, learn to understand and express differently. And what are you talking about? Tell me specifically. Is there something like, specific? We, we can go on this. You get, or I want to know, did you get in a fight with your wife or, no, or at no, least no. tell me like, Hey, I'm not going to tell you specifically. Well, we, about can that? Go, we can talk about this when you're not recording and we have an actual conversation. Wow. Wow. He's suggesting that this conversation is fake. Hundred <laughs> percent, this is fake. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, I love uh, what is it? Uh, um, there was a uh, someone said something about it. The nipple in there. The nipple was tripping me out too. Because uh, my well, my dog has a bump like that on his on his jowls that looks like your nipple. Yeah, fine. But oh. that was some of the most pain I feel like I've ever been in. The nipple was excruciating. Uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't even think about it with like, usually like the middle of the sternum, like when it's just on the bone and they're like just shading back and forth, like it gets aggressive. But 
man, when he got like close to the nipple, and I was like, "What was that?" And he was like, "That's your nipple." And I was like, "Oh!" And then like then he kept going, and I could feel it like radiating across to the other side. Wow! It was bizarre. And so like we did the Black Panther on day one, and then day two went back and took the other side. So I was like, "Do you make some weird noises when he does that? Like some ooh ah?" Mm. No, actually, no. there's no noises. I'm just like. I'm actually just like sitting there and like closing my eyes, just bracing. Do you have something uh, in your mouth, like a mouthpiece or a wooden dowel or anything? No, like this isn't torture. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But no, it was, I always have was sex pretty, with a wooden dowel in my extreme. mouth. What are you talking about? That you don't do that. <laughs> what did you say? I said I always have sex with a wooden dowel in my mouth. You don't do that. Uh, no, that might just be a personal thing for you. Hey, I I would if if anyone can take uh, a shirtless picture of Travis Mayer and Photoshop in not a shitty Photoshop, but Photoshop my face on his chest and Sporty Beth, I will post the fuck out of that. Please do that. That would be amazing. But why? 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 Because <laughs> I just like it. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's sacrilege. If it bothers you, it's even better. Oh, I don't think it bothers me. I think it'd be kind of comical. Okay, good. The picture of you on my chest. <laughs> I feel like it'd be, or just do like something like Steve-O did, but like put you on my back, like kind of like this on my that back. Would be, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. You could have a whole blank canvas back there. It could be just your face. <laughs> um, What do you think happened to Medeiros this year? That's a good question. Any thoughts on it? Are you surprised? Are you surprised he took seventh? I mean, I feel like at the beginning, it seemed like there was something going on. Um, he just looked more fatigued than usual, whether that's he got sick. I mean, like, right, like from the outsider looking in, you don't really know what someone's experiencing or dealing with. And I feel like, at least for me personally, I don't ever say a bunch of stuff of like, if I got sick or whatever happened, like that just is what it is. And there's nothing you could do about it. Um, so I feel like talking about it more doesn't help. So I don't know. Maybe he had okay. Let me put you in two camps. Do you think his reign is over, or do you think he just had a bad year? I don't know. A bad year would be like injury, um, uh, fl uh, herpes flare up, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, reign is over is like uh, the the field got better, or he's lost his edge, or something. Uh, I mean, I'm you, like, like, you think he'll be podium again? You think he'll uh, ever podium again? Justin Medeiros? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I feel like whatever happened, he has to get whatever that was, whether it's a life situation or sickness or whatever, like he's got to get that stuff figured out. But then like the fact. So you do think something happened. So we do agree there. Something happened. He wasn't himself. I would agree with that to some degree. Okay. To some degree. I like, God, I, you're like I, okay. I, I love how you always go after it. You just want it. You want me. <laughs> Bill. So do you like me or do you not like me? Do, come like on. I always like you. Come on, man. Back we were the only ones back in the come day in. that I gave you stuff with it on the behind the scenes. Come on. God, I, you're the man. What I, a I, shame. That might be the I might not be invited back to do the behind the scenes. I could anything could accidentally come out of my mouth between now and then and maybe put uh turned into an outside dog oh, again. Yeah. That would suck if I couldn't do the behind the scenes next year and you were there. Yeah, it would. Are you going to rogue? No. Why? Uh, I mean, I'll be covering it, but just from like here, I'll, I send my people there. Yeah, but why don't you? Why don't you venture out? So I got to skate. I got to clean the skate ramp. 
Well, apparently you don't do a good job of that. <laughs> I do a great job. <laughs> I just, it's so slippery a, and dangerous. Like, do you have a step stool you use to get up or do you like? No, no, I can. It's like two, a two foot step. I can do it. I, I'm just making sure. I mean, you seem pretty scared when you're blown off the leaves that I don't want you to fall and get hurt. <laughs> hey, dude, I've gone into I've gone into big like I take a leaf blower to skate park sometimes with my kids. And I've gone into big bowls. You battery one or you got like a full gas one? A battery one. Of course you do. And uh, <laughs> and um, I've gone down into bowls. Does it have a sticker of CrossFit on the side of it? No, it should. <laughs> has has the Stev on podcast. <laughs> um, I've gone down into these big bowls, skate bowls, and like not been able to get out for a second. Dude, <laughs> one time I took my kids to a gymnastics camp. Yes, there's... One time I took my kids to a gymnastic camp and there was a foam pit there and I was struggling to get out. Like I went in <clears throat> and a lady came over, a mom, like clearly a CrossFit mom and gave me her hand and pulled me out. No. Oh God. That's great. Like you were stuck. I, I was struggling for a bit. I was in there you too were, long. You were stuck. <laughs> I should have been out. So kids could start jumping in. Like I took my obligatory parent parental jump. Oh and, uh, God. Man, I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, that was that was tough. I did Murph did yesterday. Start, did you start panicking? No, no, no. I'm I'm I enjoy the um he, I, I I I'm like an alchemist. I can take humility, uh not humility, humiliation and turn it into just positive energy. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh I, look, some people are paying. Regardless, I still would have loved to see you just sitting there like, hey, can someone help me? <laughs> I figured uh, those low strict ring muscle ups you've been doing would help, but I guess not. I know you think, but can't get you out of a foam pit. No, no. What'd you say you did Murph yesterday? I did do Murph yesterday. No vest. I almost died. Like strict pull up, or did you kip? I stride. I'll only do strict. Oh, savage! Like yeah, you. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ever kip. The pull ups were easy. Everything was easy. It was just, it was just hot. It was just. How hot is it in California? I, just, I don't know, 85. I was just shutting down. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you probably don't know what I mean, but I was just like shutting oh, down. I've had that happen. Seventh round, I did 5, 10, 15s. I was in 5, 10, 15s or 15, 10, 5s, whatever I was doing. And in the seventh round, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm like, I wasn't okay the rest of the day. I had a headache. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you that. When you work out at the games, do you ever work out so hard you get a headache and it stays with you the rest of the day? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah the fuck is that i had a headache all day yesterday after murph it was fucked up we i never the, get headaches the one in madrid the row thruster burpee like in the two minute window or whatever yeah you had to accumulate 75 bar facing burpees at the end of that i was i was pretty messed up like your head was throbbing oh yeah my head was pounding and I feel like my eyes don't are, kind of lose their way a little bit too. Like, all, like they need to be realigned. Like I hit a curb or definitely something. Definitely not in a good state. Like mentally, it's just kind of like everything's all over the place. Not seeing clearly. If you're talking, I'm like, ah, let's just keep that to a minimum, please. I, I actually thought, I thought if someone came, I actually thought when I was done with Merv, if someone came up to me with the camera right now, I would just be like, I dude, I can't. Well, welcome to what happens at the games. Would we finish and you shove a camera on face like, hey, well, how'd it go? And everyone, ah, ah. Um, any any concern that you won't make it to the games this year? No. It's it's hard. What's hard? 
making it there. You got to go through the open, the quarterfinals, semifinals. Yeah. I mean, but that's part of it, right? I think mm-hmm. it's always going to be challenging and hard, but I feel like over time you create belief in yourself of knowing what you're capable of and knowing what you have to do. And I think I've done that for so many years that I'm confident in fighting for that spot and going. Did you get the flu shot this year? No. Maybe that's why you have sin- sinusitis. Sin- sinusitis. Maybe if you could pronounce it right, it might be all right. What What is sinusitis? Sinusitis. Yeah, that's what I said. It's pretty sinusitis. much of your sinuses. And it's so what? From- Infection? Yeah. So from here and here, like, I'll wake up and I can just feel the pressure, like, on my face and teeth. I love the, oh, go- I I've love had- the Googling. Yeah, hey, dude, you better not go up in a plane. I've had that before and then gotten on a plane. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's a real thing. Hey, you're not taking antibiotics, are you? No, I already did. Oh, you dumbass. It went from one side to the other. Oh, fuck. So I had it two weeks ago and then got put on antibiotics for it. And then, what, Tuesday of this week, it's now on this side. What about a neti pot? I don't like antibiotics. Yeah, I've used a neti pot. Are you you using it religiously? Are you using it religiously now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It, It works, right? It helps. It helps, but then sometimes I feel like I get almost like more congested after I use it. Right. You use salt water? The saline tablets or packets. Um, what about <laughs> what about um what about just getting and you're gonna think I'm crazy for this, but what about just getting on the assault bike or something or the C2 bike and just, just spending enough time on it, like like 40 minutes on it, and just trying to blow crazy snot rockets? I've done that too. I do that, but I'll do that like in the sauna or a hot shower because I feel like the steam loosens it all up. Yeah. And then it's just. I've I've had that where my teeth hurt and it's been like a week it, of pain. It's the worst. And then I go on a like, crazy bike ride, hill ride, and I blow some snot rockets and it's gone forever. Yeah. The The teeth one for me is what drives me insane. Yeah. Like I wake up and I'm like, do I have like a cavity like what is going on but it's like nothing to do with your like teeth it's the pressure of the sinus which is bizarre yeah don't go in a plane dude you will weep like a baby i'm not going on a plane till october 24th no elevation not till not till rogue baby hey well thanks for coming on good to see you i need to have you on more often that was too long i think that was already 45 minutes see you're a good dude i'm back with alexis i talked i spoke to her yesterday How'd she do? How'd it go? She was good. I was I was pissed because she did. Hey, oh, is that the CPT dude? Oh, that hey, what's Chris. up, girl? Chris, come say hello. Hey, Chris, what's going on with the rebranding over there with the videos? Chris, come in here. Chris, he's got a question. What? She has a question. He has a question for you. You're more important. He doesn't want to be on camera. Chris, what's up, dude? Hey, the the videos are looking good, dude. Uh, whose whose idea was it? The whole new style with like the 1970s look, like. Where it's like the cutouts of the people talking in front of like images, and it feels like it's um old skate style videos. I just watch a lot of Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude, you're a boss. Hey, it was great meeting you at the games, dude. You're a cool dude. Everyone likes you too. You're one of those few people no one's talking shit about. Kind of crazy. No, you can rest. Yeah. You told Alexa she could rest. No, 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 somebody else. Oh. No, don't rest. Yeah. Hey, is, 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 uh, is um, uh, anusitis contagious? Well, that's the wrong thing. So, <laughs> Sinusitis <laughs> contagious? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I feel like it's just like a 
and I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Have you ever had it before? Yeah. I had it like, I don't know, probably three years ago. They're talking about doing surgery on you? No. Yeah, don't do I know that. that they do. They go out and clean everything out. I don't want that. You ever had your ears cleaned professionally? No, but I've seen videos that looks crazy. I had them cleaned professionally once. I had a little ringing in my ear. My, sis my sister, my uh, wife took me to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. You think it's weird I get my wife and my sister confused, like, daily? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and they took out these chunks of wax out of my ear, Travis, and I had, like, supersonic hearing for, like, two days. What'd they, what'd they clean it with? Just, uh, it was like, uh, like a needle, like, like these metal tools. Oh, and they like scrape it out. Yeah. Something. And they pulled out like rocks out of there that looked like hashish hash. You probably never smoked hash, but it looked like hash. You know what hash yeah, is? Like some that people have headphones on and then it's like <clears throat> filled with water. And I don't know if it's like kind of like pressure washing the inside of the ear. And then like the stuff comes out and I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But I bet you it was it's better when you're done. Dude, I couldn't believe how well I could hear. It was crazy. Hmm. Candle wax in the ear. Yeah, that's what it was like. I've never done that one. All right. All right. Uh, no more antibiotics. Yeah. No more heavy. Bad. No more heavy bag. No airplane rides. Look, it's rogue. You know they're going to bring out a heavy bag. We have every year. They like the heavy bag. Hey, do, is, is Rogue kind of a test for you at all, or is it no? Like, uh-oh, I was broken, and now I'm back in the game, or like a little, you might have a little ring rust? I guess my mini games, right? Like, for me, this is like prepping for like a, a games-style scenario of it's the next highest paid-out event. <clears throat> like, go there and try to make and capitalize as much as possible, right? Like, I sat out the open semifinals quarterfinals those opportunities of making money financially in that time period are gone so now it's like okay well let's prepare for what's next okay well we know road can be the next event so let's go prepare for that so this is kind of like the one i've been preparing for since i got back into training if you win rogue um do you have to have another kid is your wife like look if you bring home two hundred fifty thousand, we're all in the kid. five kids is not happening all right that means you have to have another kid. How about that? I win, you have another kid. <laughs> Tell your wife that you're having Travis another kid. Wins. If Travis wins, you're taking a dollop. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on. You're a great dude. Always. Tell CPT I said hi. Tell Lexus I said hi. You got it, man. Tell her Good not team. to don't ever do don't ever do two podcasts in one day. Like, like if I have one scheduled with you. And then Brian Spin reaches out to you and is like, hey, can we do one the day before Savon has one scheduled with you? would be like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay. I only got room. Don't worry. Okay. All Travis right. Mayer, talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. Be watching right. your Rogue. All right, man. Bye. I'll see you then. Yeah. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, mm. I wonder what's going on with Devin Kim. I don't know. Where's she at? Did I tell you we have um Dave Castro coming on tonight? Yeah, he's uh know. live with some chick right now. He is. Yeah. 
Wait, show me that. Where's that? It's on Instagram. <clears throat> oh, oh, let's pull that up. Let's watch that. Interesting. Hey, um. Oh, maybe not anymore. We're supposed to have a CrossFit Games update show. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's cool. Look, there's Devin Kim. I see her. I don't know where my arrow is, though. Can you bring her on? Yeah. I lost my arrow. Hey. Hello. What's up, girl? Was I on the wrong one? <laughs> oh, did I send you? Uh, yeah, I keep sending people the wrong one. I don't know why that is. It said, like, ended, like, three hours ago or, like, three hours. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do here. I'm not technologically savvy, so I'm just going to wait till I hear some from Savon. Yeah, that's 100% my fault. I wonder if I did that to Travis, too. I forgot. To, yesterday, I did that to Alexis. I wonder what's going on. Well, I don't know. It, that, that would be twice in two days. That's a record for me. <sighs> what's up? Where are you at? Are you at home? Yeah. I literally woke up like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, perfect. I only wake up early for you. I'm oh, that, you're still so good. <laughs> are, are you in San Diego? Mm-hmm. It, it, that's home home for you. You're not going anywhere. Basically, yeah. I mean, like I grew up, you know, an hour and a half up north. So my family's still super close. My hometown's still super close. But I live exclusively in San Diego right now. For, like the last and, two years. And still training at Invictus. Mm-hmm. I go to school down here too. So kind of home base for a while. Um, what school? Um, I go to Mesa College for kinesiology is my major. I want to be a PT. So hopefully one day down the road that'll happen. C- crazy that you're uh, – tra- did you do that last year also? Mm-hmm. Wow, I've been, crazy. Yeah, I've been going to school for a while. Hey, does, is that a good thing? Does that, like, keep you on schedule and keep you on point, or is it is it a burden? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, <clears throat> I do like when I have a crazy schedule load where I'm going from like point A, B, C within like, you know, hours of each other. Like, I feel like I thrive really well on a busy, busy schedule because it kind of like keeps me to a good timeline. But I mean, it does obviously get stressful, especially with, you know, games training and like during season, that's like more of a problem. But right now, like I'm still basically training the same amount, doing school the same amount, but it definitely keeps me on like a strict schedule. So I like being chaotic. Yeah. My life's chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like um, you are at the gym, but you know the next day you have a test and you're trying to be focused on your training, but knowing that you should maybe be at home studying or vice versa. You're studying yeah, when you know you I should think, be like you're kind of like torn. Yeah, it's hard. I feel like when whenever if I'm like studying or if I'm like training, like I have to really compartmentalize everything like if I'm training, I can't really be thinking about the exam that I have either later that day or me having to go home and go study because then it's just like it messes up my training. And if I'm not there fully focused on training, then, you know, it backfires into everything else. So I think when I'm doing what I'm doing at that moment, like I just really have to compartmentalize it and like put my all into training for that time period. And then I can think about, okay, I have to go home because I'm still like I'm going to be doing it no matter what. But as long as my mind isn't on the next thing, because I'm constantly running around, whether it's work, whether it's school, it's like as long as my head is fully in what I'm doing at that moment, it's relatively well. And sometimes it obviously doesn't happen. Like I'm stressed thinking about other things, but yeah, as long as I pour. You have work, you have school, you have boyfriend, and you have CrossFit. Yes. Are those the four? Is there, is there anything else big like that? Oh, and you have family, I guess. Uh, yeah, family. But, you know, my family obviously knows that I'm super busy and like we'll always work around in time. 
Um, you take them for granted. Me too. I don't take them oh, for come granted. On, <laughs> Only on occasion. Right. <laughs> but yeah, nope. Just those four main things. Hey, why I do you school? Like why do school in CrossFit? Like, why not just be like, why do work? In, why do school in CrossFit? I understand work. You need money, but why? I, I asked myself school? that. Day. I, I ask myself that every day. No, but like in all honesty, I love CrossFit. I've been doing CrossFit for twelve years now. It's always been a part of me, and I honestly think having grown up with CrossFit, like I was, you know, in middle school, high school, and now in college, like it's just always been a thing. Like, first off, obviously I've never not been in school while I've been competing, but it's also too, like, I know that my CrossFit career is not going to be forever. I know that I'm going to hit a point where it's just like, either my body's going to break down or just, I don't want to do it anymore because I've been doing it for so long that I still want like a big career after this. Like I still have goals and things that I want to do as an adult. Um, and obviously if I don't achieve that now and go through the schooling now, I just, you know, you never know. So I just don't see myself not doing it because it's like, I don't know. I like doing hard things. I like pushing myself seeing like, okay, well, can I go to the CrossFit games this year and also still do school? You know, I'm going to come back to that in one second. There's someone said something here that caught me off guard though. Um, her dad is Asian. Her mom is white. I've seen your dad's not Asian. <laughs> Technically he is, but no one knows. It's only in my eyes. You can only tell from my Wait. eyes and my last name. Th that man I met that I think is your dad's not your dad. Who? I've seen your dad. Your dad's not Asian at all. Yeah, you know my dad. I know he doesn't look Asian, like at all, like at all. <laughs> no one but in my family is? does. But <laughs> he is. What is he? Yeah, his dad what? is like Korean. No shit. Yeah, I'm like I think he's a quarter. I think he's only like a quarter Korean, and yeah. No one knows. It's so funny because everyone like looks at your last name and like they don't put two and two together. And then they're like, "Dude, he oh, looks Kim. like he's out of a western. He looks more. He looks more John Wayne than Jackie Chan. Holy shit! That's what I That's said. Crazy. It's so funny. Every time someone finds out, they're just like flabbergasted. And I'm like, so, yep. I, it, so I guess the last and, and that's the last name. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I can't okay. wait to get married. <laughs> okay. No, it's great last name. Fucking awesome last name. Okay, so um, uh, so going back to the school thing. So it's it's all you've ever known. Hey, that kind of reminds me of when you're in high school and you're taking seven classes, and then you go to college, mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, you're only going to take three classes this semester. You're like, what? Three? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too too easy. Too easy. Okay. So it's all you know. You have your life scheduled. You're disciplined enough. It it works in your life. It's not like yeah. you're trying to force school in or you're trying to force CrossFit in. It's it's how you operate. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's definitely hard. Don't get me wrong. And especially when, like, I want to prioritize um, training, like during the summer, I usually like a couple times I've taken summer classes, but this past year I didn't. And like, I'll tell you, it is so nice to just, I was still working a little bit, but like just training during the week, it was amazing. So I definitely don't take it for granted because I do realize how stressful and hard it can be. But when I'm in it, it's just like, you know, just boom, 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 go, go, go. You don't really have time to think. <laughs> How fast does your fitness wane when you stop training? How fast does it go I want to say, I feel like immediately, like my strength is still there. Um, I think I like hit a PR like three weeks after the game's not working out. So my strength is obviously there, but like my cardio goes pretty fast, I'd like to say. Or at least I feel like it does. Like I'll go into the gym and I'll be working out and I'm just like, man, I feel so unfit right now. But, you know, I'm still training, so it's still relatively there. <laughs> 
Um, but um, I feel like what, it goes fast. What was the PR you set after the games? Uh, 240 power clean. Wow. Good on you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, were you going for it? Did I'll... you know you were going to do a PR when you went in that day? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. We were just like, I think I I was getting back, I actually think from NorCal Classic or right before NorCal Classic. Um, I was just like in the gym messing around. I was like, man, I kind of want power clean. So we just like power cleaned, built up to a heavy. And normally power cleans aren't good for me. And so it just felt really good and ended up hitting a PR. Um, uh, Wayne Kim, her dad is Korean when I catch that guy. It's my dad, y'all. My dad. <laughs> I knew he'd be awake this early too. <laughs> Dude, he's I, I when I think of your dad, I just think of him as a workhorse. Like he's mm-hmm. just yeah, he, is. He, he doesn't sleep. I always uh, say that I get like my athletic ability from my dad and like my like motivation and determination from my mom. My dad's just a little workhorse. Yeah. I'll just I've, do I've, anything and everything. Yeah, I've never seen him when he's not when he's not crushing it. Um, <laughs> you, you won the games this year. We did. Surreal or, or yeah, like, yeah, we're supposed to. This is, this is as planned. I feel like when it was, so it was obviously like planned. Our team, we talked about it. Like our goal was to come back and win the games. Um, And I feel like it wasn't, it didn't feel real until it was, until it was like actually happening. Like not day one, not day two, like the end of day three going into day four, I was like, okay, this is actually a thing. Like we could, we could do this. Um, and I think once it at like, once we podiumed and all that, like it was surreal, but it was kind of just like, kind of big relief. Like, all right, we did it. We made it through. And now kind of like, what's next? Like, I want to sit, sit here and say it was like the best moment. And it was a really great moment. Don't get me wrong. But I think like, even my whole team can attest to just like, once it happened, it was kind of just like, oh shit, we did it. Like, all right, what's next kind of thing. And I don't know if that's common with like a lot of other people who win or like Tia and all them. Like, I don't know if they feel the same way, but for me, I feel like it was kind of just like, all right, we did it. We met our goal. What's next? Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think, I think super common. I think people have an expectation about um, some sort of destination and there are no destinations. And I think a lot of yeah. people have some pretty gnarly come downs from, uh, success because they think there's going to be something there and there's not like not like the change whatever the changes that we expect um uh it, it's not there i remember winning a film festival competition one time and as soon as i got the award i went home and just was like that was dumb like that that brought yeah. me zero happiness i would rather be out yeah. making movies than <laughs> winning awards yes yeah, it's, it's a trip exactly right? the journey the journey is always better <laughs> Yeah. And, and yeah. boy, you guys took a crazy journey. Is that the second year the team's been together? Yeah. Two years back to back. Um, tell me at, at the, <clears throat> how, the, the first year you guys were together, what, how did you guys place? Uh, we got third our first year at the games. So that was, so 2021, Jorge and Britt were still on a team. Um, me and Josh weren't on that team. And then 2022 came around. We all four on a team. 2023 ran it back another year. So we've kind of all been like a team for kind of two to three years now, um, all training in the same gym. So is this, was this, what was the first year you ever competed at the CrossFit games? Ooh, 2016. And that was, and that was as a teen. That was as a teenager. Yeah. And then did you compete? And then tell me as we go forward, 2017, did you compete? Yeah. 
2017. So 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019, I competed at the games all four years for the teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hit when I hit 17 or when I hit 18, because I was right after that. Um, I think that was when, yeah, because the end of 2019 started 2020, and that's when COVID happened. So there like weren't any teams. So I wasn't on like a team team. I was kind of a little burnt out from all four years of teenage years. So I was like, it was kind of blessing and a curse. I didn't really want to compete. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then COVID happened. So it was kind of like, all right, we can figure out what we want to do from here. And then 2021 happened. And then like, it was a couple weeks before the open, my coach CJ texted me and was like, Hey, do you want to be on a team? And then that was the year I first started team. And then 2022. So, so I, one, one second. So when CJ texts you that, are you like, is it something you've been hoping to get that text? Like, are you like, God, I, it was like, like, how's it work? Yeah, it was like Invictus. a little bit of both. Everyone, okay. So there's like a few ways our gym kind of goes about it. Obviously, like with this team this year, we knew we wanted to run it back. So we already had that post games. Like we didn't have to really think about it or do anything. But usually at the beginning of the season, so I want to say towards the end of the year, maybe Wadapalooza time, the coaches will kind of do like a big combine, I would say. And if like you want to go individual, if you want to go team, you kind of like voice your um, opinion, what you want to do. And then either like the coaches will pick the team or, you know, some athletes can like have some input on who they want to be on their team or stuff like that. So that was how that text happened. He was just like, hey, we have an extra team because I wasn't living in San Diego at this point. I was still living back home um, and I was still training. Where did you live? Is that Temecula? Uh, Temecula, Marietta. Same thing. Okay, Marietta. Okay, Okay. Yeah. Um. And so I got that text like a couple weeks before and he was just like, hey, we have a spot on team. I didn't think it was going to go far. We ended up qualifying for the games. So that was really cool. But um, yeah, it was just like right before he was like, hey, do you want to come down on the uh, do the open with us? You'll have a spot on the team or maybe have a spot on the team. I was like, sure. And then, you know, took off from there. And that was 2021. Mm-hmm. And, how'd you, yeah. and how did your team do? Did you make it to the games? We, we qualified for the games. And then uh, one of our one of our team members um, got popped on a drug test in at semifinals. No, no shit. And what what's that like when a team member pops? Like, are, are you guys? Um, it was. Are you, do you, are you nice to the team member? Do you hate them? Like, how do you manage that? I mean, I've obviously was very nice. I mean, I was disappointed, but you know, none of us saw it coming. I don't even know if he necessarily knew. Um, I don't know, what? like. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. So you're not sure if he knew you, you, but you're still nice to him, but you're disappointed. Yeah. I mean, when we all found out, like he obviously was just like, I'm so sorry. And pouring out his apologies and like all this stuff to me, I guess I, I don't know. I just, I didn't have any really big goals for that season. So I feel like for me, I didn't really, it didn't really affect me as much as it probably should have just because like I went into the season, not expecting anything. Like I'd never been on a team before. I didn't know like anything about it. We ended up doing really good. We were like slotted to do really good at the games as well. Um, We just had like a really good, the other girl was really good. The two boys were powerhouses. Um, So we were slotted to do good. And then that happened. And I was kind of just like, Oh, well, it's okay. Cause right after that time I like had just moved down to San Diego. So I was kind of just like, well, it's okay. Like I don't, I'll still be training in the gym with everybody. I'm out here living on my own now. So I don't think I really was that big of a letdown for me. Does the gym kick him out? He, Yeah. I mean, the gym didn't kick him out. He and his wife ended up, they were already planning on moving. Yeah. So 
it was like they didn't really kick him out. He just kind of left on his own, was planning on leaving. It's such a trip because from the outside, I'm like, who cares if he was on drugs? Like, I don't give a fuck. But then, but, but then from the inside, like, let's say you were a 31 year old athlete and the next year you wanted to have kids and this was your last like push for it and you had all these goals. And then this guy who you're relying on, it's not that he fails, it's he went out of his way to fail. It's weird. Yeah. It's it, it, it's weird. Yeah, like, it's definitely me. like <clears throat> go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, it's definitely for me. I, you know, I didn't have much on the line. This wasn't my last year competing. This was my first year competing. So it was kind of just yeah. like somewhere in the middle. I didn't know what was happening. And like playing devil's advocate, he was a Navy SEAL. So I'm like, you know. I don't know what those Navy SEAL people do, but they're badasses. So you can't really, you never know what's going did, on. Did them. any of the, did anyone, when you're on a team with someone who pops, does everyone just assume that you're on too? Uh, no. Well, I mean, technically I didn't get drug tested, but like, I've, I don't think so. I'm 20. Does your dad pull really you by your no ear and say, <laughs> Devin, you better not be on anything. Does he, does he? That's just like never even been a thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like performance enhancing drugs. I'm just like, never. Like, I don't know. You I feel like if anything, it would make Google's you worse. Researching. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't spent hours on Google researching them. No. No. Smart. Not at no. all. Okay. I wish. Uh, so, It'd probably help me run faster. So so 2021, uh, the team uh, has a testing issue. And then 2022, um, you take uh, third. And then 2023, third. you win. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. And, Three and, years of third. And then as a teen, how how who, who's it, who? What names were in the teens during those years with you? Was that the Mal O'Brien years, or was she in there with you? So Mal, so it was mostly like Haley. Mal was in the beginning. It was like <clears throat> Haley, Alexis. Um, I'm so blank. There's like a bunch of other girls that are like still in CrossFit now, but like for the main names, you'll have like Brittany or not Brittany. Um, Haley was competing as well. Haley and Al- Alexis. Allie who? Um, Allie Weiss. Oh, oh, okay. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So, um, they were all competing with me. Mal O'Brien was like a couple years. She was like a year younger than me, two years. Like when I was in the older division, she was in the younger. So like we met each other, but we never competed against each other. Okay. Emma Lawson as well. She was around there, I think. And, and, and what, um, how did you do those years? 16, 17, 18, Um, 19. Pretty good. When my very first year, I was like the youngest one there. Um, and they only had 10 girls at the time. I think I got like six. Um, okay. So that was good. The next year I got second. The year after that, 2018 and 2019, I got fourth. Oh, so you, even as a young, older girl, you you still did well. You got fourth. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. So almost, good job. Almost podiumed. <laughs> wow, good job. And Thank you. So when you get on, so when you, uh, in 2022, when you form this team, how does that team form? Uh, and and that is the team, right? That's um uh uh Chama Weiss, uh Jorge and you. Yeah. Um, so we kinda had I don't honestly out of nowhere Josh kind of showed up at the gym. Like he's been following Invictus for so long. And then Tino called him and was like, Hey, we want you on a team, come on, move down here. So like Josh shows up and he's like, Hey, this is gonna be one of the guys for the team. And so then you had like the two guys, Jorge and Josh, that never wavered. Um and then it was like me, Brittany, and Jen all kind of like fighting for a spot on the team because Jen was on the team in 2021. Um, so like it was like us three Who's girls. Jen? Is that is that Asian girl? Who's Jen? No, she, Jen Ryan, Masters oh, athlete. I, oh, uh, 
Okay, maybe Caleb will pull her up and I'll see her. Okay, go on. Yeah. Okay. So but anyways, three girls um, vying for two spots. Yeah. Okay. That's Jen Ryan. Okay. She's a badass. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I but recognize yeah. her. Okay, okay. Yeah. So us three were fighting for a spot, kind of like they just took it off of, um, like the open your open scores. Then we did quarterfinal or not quarterfinal scores because you had to have the team established by then um the open scores they kind of took it off their open scores and the coaches obviously see us train every single day so they kind of knew who was going to be a best fit for the team um and then right after the open they kind of like was like hey this is like officially the team um and then went on from there so so, so you so then you make the team is she upset when you make the team jen jen no not at all no. not at all at I mean, she hit, I don't, she so. hit it well. Yeah, she <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, don't. I mean, obviously you're disappointed at first if that's yeah. what you want, but you know, it was good for her. She went out and did masters and crushed it in the masters division again this year. It's crushing it. So, you know, I think she, it was just a change for her. Just different. She's been doing team for so long. And, and so you guys do the team and, and how is that first year 2022 as a team together? It was good. It was great. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was like, you seem like you're like a lot of fun. Groups. Like if I would, I would rank you. If I picked like the funnest <laughs> CrossFit Games athletes, you'd be like like at the top of my list. Thank you. I have a blast. I try to. I feel like I'm very like energetic. I'm always well. I'm not always in a good mood. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I'm always like you know having a good time, and that's just kind of who I am. So I bring the fun. Everyone likes to say <laughs> I bring the crazy yeah. and I bring the wild. You have a boyfriend who wears overalls and a cowboy hat. I do. I made him. I made him wear overalls. He, the cowboy hat's him. He's full grown from the south, but I made him wear some overalls. <laughs> yeah. Does does that bother your other teammates that you're having so much fun? Like like they're almost like, hey, you're not serious enough. You're having too much fun. Um. You know, honestly, I feel like at times, like I know that I go in and like I get the work done, and you know, but I like to thinks no like i feel like sometimes it comes out and it's just like well devin like you're out doing all these things and all this stuff but you know i always make sure i tell them like stagecoach for example like they knew weeks and weeks in advance that i was going to that i rearranged my training around it so yeah maybe i had to miss like one session but for me i feel like i am very much a person who lives off of like the work uh, like work balance kind of life and if i don't have that outlet I just like, I won't enjoy it. And for me, it's like, I need to, you know, go out and have a little fun. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like um, detrimental to my training. It's not like I'm going out and drinking and doing all this stuff and staying out super late, like not on purpose, obviously, if I'm working. Um, but I still need to like, at least have that some sort of outlet to, you know, keep me going through the whole season because it's a long season. Yeah, I don't think I don't think your cohort um, understands balance. I mean, and, and I'm that's yeah. not a dig at them. I just don't think I don't think balance is a, a, a strong suit or a very valuable yeah. um, prioritized thing for CrossFit Games athletes. Yeah, right? it's just different, you know. Like you want to pour, like you're all into it, and I'm the same way. Like I want to pour every single ounce of it into training, um, but you know, with everything else going on, sometimes it's just not realistic but just everyone's in a different time in their life. Like I understand that I'm still young and I'm 21 and I'm in school and I don't really want to not be in school. So it's hard to pour everything into it, but I definitely believe in the balance and other times it's hard for other people to do that, which like no shame to them. Everyone is their own person, but you know, for me, it definitely is what I need. 
Uh, please do not take this as a uh, compliment. Uh, this is just strictly uh, an observation. Uh, Marissa Hanosa, uh, amazing legs. Yeah, your legs, your legs look crazy in that picture. And that is not a compliment. We're not talking about you. Just an observation. Never, never. Yeah, please yeah, do just not. An observation. Do not take. Uh, I, I, I don't, don't want you. In, I don't want you in twenty years <laughs> to look at that picture and be like, "Oh my God, I used to have such nice legs." Everyone gets old. It's cool. Enjoy. You think uh, you're gonna have fun getting old? No. No. Honestly, oh. I kind of want. To. Why not? I want to get old. Well, okay. I want to get old as if I'm like, I don't want to get past like 60. Like I no. want to like hit like 50, 55, 60. And then like, that's it. I'm having then, like, so much fun getting old. I'm having so much fun. Really? Yeah. It's I so feel like good. I'm like, maybe. what do you think is going to happen? Tell me some of the things. What are some of your concerns? I just want to make, want to, well, I just want to make a lot. Like I want to be rich when I'm older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah, be able yeah, to yeah, not have yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's healthy. Um, yeah. uh, you know how you can do you save your money? Yeah, I'm actually pretty like I'm very good at obviously I spend my money, but I'm very good at saving it. I've always yeah. been. You'll be so happy if you're old and you have money. Yeah, that's well, the goal. Maybe that maybe that's why I'm enjoying it because I have a little bit of money. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not like I don't have to I'm not scared. Like I'm gonna be like, yeah, no, exactly. You know I, I get to do a podcast. Steady. I'm not working at, uh, I mean, there's old people working at the gas station. That would suck yeah. to be 65 and be putting in 50 yeah. hours a week at, at, uh, at seven 11. That would suck. Yeah. I'm like, no offense. Like, obviously I work at a restaurant. Um, yeah. so talk you know, to me about old people. Yeah. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. No offense. <laughs> person. Let it out. Let it out. Oh no. So it's just like crazy. Like it's so wild. Like I've obviously been involved in CrossFit. Like my cro CrossFit is my whole life. And I've grown up around adults who've only done CrossFit and all this stuff. So now having worked at like a service industry, I've worked other places, but really the service industry is where it gets me. Like these crazy people, they're insane. Just like they're like fifties and thirties and just like drug addicts, like disowning their kids. Like it's crazy. I'm like, this is, and it's like, I feel, I don't want to say I feel bad, but like, it's just like, it's just crazy. It's just, there's a whole world out there. And I feel like it's really cool for me to like kind of get that side of it through Texas Roadhouse. So yeah, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be, you don't want to be 47 years old and it's a challenge to get in and out of the booth. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't want to yeah. say that. <laughs> but no, it's yeah. fine. I'll say it. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, just dude. like, you know, working at a service industry, just like working in the service industry when I'm still 50. Like, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Or if you do, if you are doing it, you want to be doing it on your own terms. Exactly. Yeah. Not because I need to. And I'm, yeah. Right. Right. You'll be there. But, but saving so underrated. Um, uh, um, Sousa explained to me one time how alcohol affects the brain. He said that if you're the kind of, hypothetically, if you're the kind of person who usually like thinks of consequences, when you drink, mm -hmm. you don't think about consequences more than five minutes away. Right. Yeah. So that's why, like, in the most um, uh, simple sense, that's why people have unprotected sex when they're drunk, right? Because, yeah. like, fuck it. Like, you're not even thinking more than five you're not minutes thinking ahead, about, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not thinking 20 years down the road when you have a little baby. Yeah. But yeah. but when you're young, also, you probably don't think, hey, you, you can't imagine being 60. But yeah. if you're 60 and, and you don't have to work versus 16, you do have to work, your life's totally fucking different. And fuck. Yeah. So it, it's great. Yeah, so different. So different. And and if you do CrossFit, and if you do CrossFit, you'll you'll be able bodied. I'm gonna you, no, I'm gonna be disabled by the time I'm 60. I'm not gonna be able to walk. Um, would you, do you ever think about pivoting to other sports? 
like um, um, like by other sports i mean like these other sports like um um uh, you know like marathon biking swimming mm-hmm. I, I don't mean like 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 professional volleyball yeah i so i dabbled a little bit in weightlifting when i was like in my younger years um but i've always i was actually just talking to my roommate the other day i was like i want to go try an iron man like for no reason mm-hmm. i just want to do mm-hmm. one um so oh that would definitely have to be something that i would train for i'm not like a endurance athlete by any means so that i definitely would have to train for that so it wouldn't be while i'm still competing in crossfit but i would love to try one one day could you do that could you do that Devin? could you incorporate could you like okay let's say let's say you let's say you do let's say you train this whole year and you make it to the games Mm -hmm. in in some uh, either individual or team and then right after the games could you take three months off and train for a triathlon and then pivot as soon as you're done pivot back to games training yeah, especially I feel like that would actually like I could easily do that, especially for me, like endurance is not my thing. So training that in the off season, like for a marathon, I feel like that would be really good. And then especially if I want to like go back to CrossFit, that would translate over like I would have no problem going straight from the games to training for something like that. It's a good idea. Maybe next season. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of interesting, too, because then you really don't get an off season. But but yeah. but we don't really get an off season to begin with. No, not really. No. <laughs> Are you, um, um, did you, did you uh, try to qualify for Rogue? Uh, yeah, I did it. Like I signed up and did the qualifiers. Um, I wasn't really training for it, so I had no expectations. I was like, um, everyone at the gym was doing it. So I was like, you know what? I'll just hop in and do it. I didn't do it last year due to an ankle injury. Like I started and then hurt my ankle. So I was just like, nah, I don't really care. This year I wanted to try, um, had no expectations, but I did them. So, uh, but you would have liked to have gone. Yeah, that was the goal. Obviously. I think that I should have like started training post games for it. And like, if this was really something I wanted to do, because for me, it's like, if I'm going to do something, I want to like, make sure that I'm training to be able to do the best that I can do. And I don't think that show, or I just don't think that translated over for rogue because I took my off season after the season, it was a long season, as you know. Um, so I needed time to like decompress and just not do anything. Um, and so it was really nice. And then coming back to the gym, like the week later, they were like, Oh, Hey, we have rogue. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm doing them. So it was fine. I obviously would have loved to make it, but maybe next year. I, I have this theory, just a really loose theory that you want to do individual Mm-hmm. And you want to commit to do individual, but it's fucking scary as shit. It is scary as shit. Like, 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 like you're driving in the middle lane doing 60 and you're seeing these cars go by mm-hmm. you at a hundred and you're like, I'm about to put my left signal on and get in that lane. Yeah. I definitely like have been itching to go individual. It's really like, as I, again, like I said earlier, I'm like, if I do something, I want to pour my whole heart into it. And like, mm. I can do that with team with the schedule that I have and like no shame to team, but it is very different. You ask any individual athlete compared to a team, like it's, it's a different world out there. And I just, I don't think my timeline and my life right now can really add up to that. And if it does great, if it doesn't, um, I'm still trying to like work out those details and see if that's something that I can do with pouring all of it into it. Cause no offense. I don't want to half-ass it. Like I don't want to train individual, go to semifinals and half-ass it. Um, so if I can really commit and like show myself that I can do this and put all my eggs kind of in that basket, then 
that'd be great. But we're still figuring out the details. How about how about is Dubai a possibility? Yeah, I am doing Dubai as an individual. So that'll be a great kind of like tester to see where I am. And I don't have to make any decisions before that. So I can kind of use Dubai as a baseline for when is that I do and how I first or second week of December, December 8th or something like that. When you I hope look my at, uh, professor doesn't see this because I told him that it was like three weeks long in December because I'm not going to be there for the final. Oh, it, uh, <laughs> I'm missing when, my final. When you will you take it ahead of time or online or how will you do it? I'm going to I think I'm going to have to take it before I leave for Dubai. When when. um When you think of um, Dubai, is is it far away or is it is it it's like right around far. the corner? Oh, it is far. Good on you. Holy shit. Yeah. That's when you told me you're doing Dubai, I got stressed I geography. out. You. No, no, no. I don't mean the distance. I mean the timeline. Oh, the time. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was like, Dubai is very far. Yeah, no, we still got a couple months and I've been training back in it. Um, Like this is kind of the first, second week, really, really back into it, like training hard. So we still got a couple months to kick it into gear. And when you say or we, I have a couple about... months. It's really, okay, okay. yeah, it's really weird. I was just saying we because I was just saying that how it's like always team, but now it's like, oh, it's just me. I will be ready in a few months. <laughs> so you don't feel like it's right around the corner. You're not in panic, like, oh shit, I don't have enough time to do everything. I am, but I know that I do have time. Okay. Yeah. So, so 2022, you do the team. The team's good. Is the team in good? Is the team? Is the camaraderie good in the team? Um, the the first year. Ep like epic yeah. like like just fantastic yeah like we all love each other i think we're we all push for each other no matter what we're kind of like i would say brothers and sisters like i feel like they're like i have a brother but <laughs> i feel like Brittany was like you know the sibling that i never had and the boys were kind of just like my brothers i would say that shirt you're wearing there is that shirt you're wearing there is crazy hey how many times does it take you to put that shirt on to get it right like my if my wife had that <laughs> she'd have to she would come in the room and be like hey can you help me put this on it's bad there's like straps flying everywhere yeah it's difficult but once it's on it's cute i want to see the back of that could it's the back be it's literally basically the same yeah on the back like you could put like you put the first yeah. time you put it on you put it on backwards yeah exactly Not, luckily there's like the logo on the back but other than that same thing could you flip that strap see on one side there's two straps could you flip that strap to the other side so that your head's in the going through the other opening not unless i no. want to give the people a show <laughs> okay um there was on this team there were just rumors flying everywhere the, the the one that yep. the one that um, is not a rumor anymore that's been spoken about by uh, Mr. Chama on the um, on on Pedro's podcast and and I asked Jorge about it when he was on this podcast was the fact that you were getting roughed up a little bit that there was like yeah. people coming to Devin Kim and um in the 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 way I heard the story was is that Jorge asked you <clears throat> told you you're not right you're not right for the team Th that's the way I heard it like third person mm -hmm. then when I heard the story on Coffee Pods and Wads and I asked Jorge about it. They said that Chama was the one that asked you not to be on the team. And also, when I asked Jorge about it afterwards, I don't know if you saw that podcast, but he basically, mm -hmm. it, I'm paraphrasing, but he regretted that it it even turned out, he took his responsibility for even Chama saying it to you. And he said, hey, yeah. it shouldn't have been said. We fucked up. Everyone was underneath a lot, a lot of pressure. Um, it was not handled appropriately. Um, and uh, she's her own creature, and she's perfect as who she is, and we shouldn't, we shouldn't have done it. We fucked up. And then I also asked them, uh, has there been closure 
with the team since you guys won? Are you guys healed? And he said, no, but I wish there was. I do want closure yeah. and I do, I do want to heal. And he said, and he was, I, and he, I think he basically also said, I don't know if we ever will be healed, but I'd like to at least make the attempt. Yeah. Um. Could, could, so could I, could you walk me through some of that? You're on this yeah. team that took third place at the 2022 games. You guys look all these pictures of you guys. I mean, it's these four stunning human beings. Every picture you guys look like you're having a blast. I saw you guys at the games. I hung out with you guys a bunch. I saw no chinks in your wow. armor. Um, uh, racist. And, uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm perplexed. How, how does that happen? How, how does like, and is it crazy? Yeah. Like so someone asking I mean, you to get off, coming the team? off of, so coming off of 2022, um, like we were all feeling great. We all had the same goal. We wanted to run it back another year. Um, season starts, you know, we kind of all had this sense of comfort, I would say um with knowing that like we didn't have to fight for a spot which is kind of how the year before it's like okay you don't know the team you don't know anything like that so there's definitely a little bit of comfort there going into the season I don't think it was necessarily a bad thing um towards the end like as Jorge said I think everyone I think everyone put a lot of pressure on everybody um I think my goals and like the way I achieve my goals look very different than how other people achieve it you know like like we said earlier they aren't in school they're you know, they're adults, they have families, they like have other things going on in their life. And I, on the other hand, do as well, but it's just in a different sense. Like if I have to school, like sometimes I have to, you know, switch around training. So I'm not training with the team. And in the beginning of the season, I was still working through a shoulder injury. So I was like primarily doing like baseline cardio, which is good for me, but it's like, it's still hard when you're not training with your team every single day, they don't see what you're doing. And like, I very much understand their concern and where it's coming from because it's like, I am the girl who wants to go out and hang out with friends and do all, like I have all these other responsibilities, but that doesn't mean that I'm not training. So I think everyone kind of just wasn't really on the same page. Um, like we all had the same goal and we all knew what we wanted to do, but I think it was like that sort of waiver. Let me stop you there. What does that look like? Is that you not showing, is that you showing up to training late or is that them seeing you on social media with friends? Like what gives them the like, idea that you're not prioritizing? I would like, I, I think it was like the training, like during the, towards the end of the season, um, I was kind of going through some things personally and I was just like, not myself. And I just wasn't myself in the gym. And I was, you know, I would, I take my responsibility in what I did and I just wasn't who I am. And I didn't really see that in the moment. So I think that they were kind of like, well, what's going on with her? Why is she rebelling and stuff like that? And so by they rebelling, sent something I guess, from you. They sent something from you. Yeah, everybody did. Okay. Like even okay. our coaches did. Like I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't who I normally am. And like, I didn't really realize that. Um, and so I think. Oh, that's by the way, I do want to say this pressure. too. Jorge also did say, he's like, dude, she like at the game, she was the rock star. She was the yeah. one. She fully stepped up and was hitting fucking grand slams. Okay, sorry. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, Yeah. So I think that everyone kind of just put a lot of pressure on each other. And then towards the end, um, CJ asked me, he basically like left it in my hands and said, there is an option if you don't feel like you can compete on this team. Like if you don't want to do this anymore, there is an option. Like no one was really, well, what, the, what's like, the date on that? No what month was, is that? Is that before the open? Like, like, no, like two weeks, a week and a half before the games. So 
is there a buildup to that conversation? Is it like, hey, I know you just totaled your car and your dog got run over <laughs> and your boyfriend uh, is is going away to the army. Um, there's a way out. Or is it like, do you guys even talk about what possibly the issues are or is it just dropped on you? Like, hey, something's up. Yeah. Do you want I out? feel like I feel like for me, like I and not in a bad way, but like I never heard any of those side conversations. Like, right. I okay. guess like the planning or the wanting like I. Yeah you know, me and my team are great. Like we are fine, but, um, I didn't hear any of those conversations. So I didn't really know that was a thing that they were even like contemplating. Okay. There wasn't the buildup the month before they weren't like, Hey, there girl, wasn't the build up. No, we know you're going through some shit and you ha- you missed your car it payment the last of, six months. Yeah. Or we found a crack pipe in your purse. Like are you okay? Span. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. It ramped well, up fast. Yeah. They did reach out to me and like, we were having conversations. They were reaching out for me and they were like worried. Um, but I feel like the whole Danny thing, if that's what you're asking about, it was kind of like the week before the games and they were like, this is an option. Danny is on the roster. Now, Danny was telling me, she was like, I would never do this unless you don't want to be on this team and you don't want to compete. Like I will step in for you if that's what you need. But the option was kind of, or the like option was always in my hand if I wanted to step away or not. So this is interesting. The way I heard the story through the grapevine is Jorge said it to you. The way I heard it from, coffee pods and was is that El Chama said it to you and the way you're telling it is that CJ told you it, it, it doesn't matter well, but it's just it's just it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter to the to the what I give a fuck about the story but it is interesting and to note that it's three that just shows you how stories have different stories details yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like the and the boys did have conversations with me about it but like mm-hmm. it was obviously up to me and CJ and like we had that conversation it was like obviously the, the like motions are flowing through the team it's hard to really like want to i don't want to say want to trust what they say but like it was it was me and cj's decision like we were in the office we were talking about it yes i was hearing stuff from the team but i was kind of just like shutting that out i need to focus on like what's best for me and what i want to do and what i'm going to do like moving forward so how about the white girl have a conversation how, with me. how about the white girl was she what was she saying to you was she like don't leave don't leave i need you don't leave she like it wasn't really saying anything okay so she, you, you yeah. okay. Switzerland. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. So I like that Switzerland. You're a good dude for giving us yeah. the details. So when see, did you ever, was there ever any um, uh, yelling matches between you and Chama or you and Jorge or you and CJ? Like, Hey, fuck you. No, no, no. So, I, I don't think I would do that. It was pressure. <laughs> I'm too pre- nice. Pre- pressure cooker. Yeah. I mean, like, in the moment, I feel like if anything ever gets said, it's, like, in a workout, in the middle of, like, heated moments, you know, everyone's, like, emotions are high, and then you get into do a really hard workout, and just, like, everyone's just emotional, and, you know, nerves are high, so I think that if it ever did happen, it would just be, like, in the workout, after that, you kind of get over it. Isn't it interesting? Um, I wonder how this interview would have gone like a few days after the games. Is it's so interesting that you're taking responsibility and that Jorge also yeah. took responsibility and that Chama took responsibility. Like yeah. Jorge was like, We fucked up. It was handled completely fucking wrong. And what you're saying is, is like, yeah, I had some shit going on. I wasn't like I, yeah. I, I had some shit. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, I feel like everyone I feel like after the fact and like towards the end of the season, like everyone everyone has their part to play in the team like there was no doubt about it there's no one person to blame there's nobody who's not a fault like everybody had their part and that's how any great teams are going to be you know there's always going to be problems whether it's you know about it or whether you don't like people just they're you're trying to 
have four personalities and trying to mesh them all into one and all think the same way. Like that's just hard. And you have a lot of, especially on our team, you have like a lot of, I don't want to say like alpha, but like a lot of stubborn, like me, myself included, I'm very stubborn and like hard headed. And so you just have a lot of those personalities and it's just hard to mesh sometimes as any team would be. Yeah. And like, it's interesting. I, I, I don't see your stubbornness, but I could imagine you're very stubborn yeah. because, because life is working Only for some you. People. <laughs> well, life's yeah. working for you. It's I'm like that too. Life's working for me. I'm going to be stubborn as fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm happy. I can't very be sometimes. Um, that's, what's going to be interesting about you going individual because mm-hmm. you're going to have to get out of your own way because it's really working for you driving in the lane you're in. You're fucking killing life. You're yeah. young and you're fucking. I owning definitely love gonna, on a team. Yeah. Um, you, you love your life, huh? Life's good. Yeah, life's good. I love my life. Like I love the chaos. I don't think I would want it any other way. Like I'm living my dream competing as a CrossFit athlete as well. I'm still in school as much as I, you know, stressful as it is, like I'm still in school. So it's, I still feel like I'm can be a kid, you know, like I still have that aspect. I go to school and like, other than, other than the few people in my class that know me, other than that, no one knows about CrossFit. So it's great. <laughs> they just yeah. think of me as like the buff girl. Um, so that's really cool. And then my work obviously knows more about CrossFit, but it's just like nice to have that out- outlet of just like being, you know, a normal 21 year old. And as much as like, but it's like good just for that time. Like I never want to deal with that outside of the six, seven hours I work at Roadhouse, but it's like just enough for me to like come back into training and like have that level head. And, and you're in love. You got a boyfriend. That's fun too. Yes, my little and boy, have, my little southern boy. And you have good family. Yeah, my family's great. Have supported me through everything. Never Did your boyfriend there. go to the army? Is your boyfriend in the in the military? He's in the navy. In yeah, the navy. he's that's in the navy. Good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So you don't have to deal with him like all the time. He's doing his shit. He's like busy. No, he's gone. <laughs> no, it actually works out really well. Like as much as we've been doing long distance for, I think almost two years now. And as much as it sucks, like I'm very busy and he's very busy as well. So yeah. it's kind of nice. It's like, we have been able to work on ourselves outside of our, like being together every single day. So yeah. I think, feel like it's been really good. And obviously just with how busy I am and he supports me no matter what. So. Hey, that's really cool. You guys are going to get to, um, you guys are going to get to see each other go through like, turn into men and women you know what i mean yeah. like it's uh, I, I i met my wife when i was probably 23 and she was 20 and we got to watch each other like develop into humans that must be so cool yeah. is it cool when he comes back every time do you notice him a little different You're like, yeah oh, he's yeah. growing so he's got more fruit now, on this tree he really does there were um times where i would go like months without seeing him and then he'd come back and be like oh wow but i do now see him like probably once a month which is like a blessing um, to be even in the same state as him again has been really nice. So, yeah, he comes down like once a month. How if fucking not, awesome! Try, try um, yeah. So, so you guys are at. So, how does that heal when CJ says that to you? Do you have to have closure to that? Like, when when you're in the office with him and he says that, is it like okay, I'll think about it? Or it's like, no, I'm going. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a lot of different motions at once. Like. You obviously could sit there and be like, all right, let's take the easy way out. Like, I don't want to do this. I put in the work all season. But like, I just am going to walk away. Like, was that an option? option? How? Was that, oh, so that wasn't a wow. That, so you could have fallen through that door. You saw that door. Okay, I can get out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's like, there's definitely Holy the thing shit. where it's like, there's an out. And if you want to take the easy way out, like, 
it's in my hand. I can just and leave. Fine. Fuck these um, guys. I don't want to do it anyway. I'll work. It <laughs> I'm going to get drunk tonight. <laughs> I'm going to get drunk. Yeah, yeah. So there was that option or there's the option to like, I've come this far. I've worked this hard. I'm not going to let like, I'm not going to give up. You know, yeah. like I put in the work. I want to see this through. I have a goal that I want to achieve. And ultimately, as we can all tell, that demon kind of fought harder. Um, so it was definitely like a lot of emotions. You know, I walking away from that conversation, I was thinking a million different things, like whether just and every single emotion you could imagine was going through my head. Um, so I obviously took some time. Um, like everything from I'm worthless to fuck those guys, they betrayed me. <laughs> The whole gambit basically the whole yeah. the whole thing everything yeah, yeah, yeah um and so i took the afternoon off from training um cj was like take the take the afternoon take the weekend like figure out what you want to do like this isn't a decision i want you to make lightly like talk to your family talk through it with friends like figure out what you want to do because like take he the was weekend worried off that... the training the week before the games i don't like that well it was just it was just the day it wasn't the weekend okay, but like take okay, the weekend okay. to think about it okay yeah okay. i just took the day off of it um and so then I forgot where I was at. Do you think he was trying to talk you into getting off the team? Or did oh, you think so? Yes. Or do you so, think he was really open to the idea of you choosing? Or do you think he was like CJ, trying to show you the door? Yeah. CJ has been like, I would say, kind of like a father figure in my life since like 2014, 2015. Um, so I have definitely I when he pulled me aside, I feel like it was more of like a concern for like me and my mental health and just like how this would affect me in the coming years. Cause he's like, I don't want this to be your last year. Like this isn't the last year you're competing and then you're done after that. He's like, I don't want you to do this and hypothetically have it ruin the rest of your season or, or the rest of like your future in this career. So I think it was more just like out of concern for like my own being versus like anything to do with the team. I mean, he quite frankly, CJ at that point, he doesn't care if the team wins. He doesn't care if the team gets last. Like he's very much cares about his athletes and, how they're feeling and how they're doing mentally and how this is going to affect them in the long run. So I think that's where his concern was coming from. Um, so, so do you, when you come back, do you go into his office and you're like, Hey, I'm staying like, what's that? Yeah, it was kind of, I think, I, I, think I actually texted him. I think I like, or I think I called him over the weekend and I was like working on weekend and I was just like talking to my family and I think I had dinner with them and kind of just like talked it through and I was like, sent him a text and I was like, don't count me out yet. <laughs> but, and then we had like a serious talk and kind of was just like, all right, if you're in, you're in. And I was in the same way. I was like, we have two weeks or however long it was till games. Like you push through, you put your head down, you work, like we get this job done and it ended up, it worked out. <laughs> Hey, um, do you, do you, does the team talk about it openly or is there always kind of like this weird, is, is it the elephant in the room? I mean, like, I'm going to be like, we talked about it, um, a little bit, like while it was all going down, but I think all four of you, like, like in the same room, like, were you like, dude, you guys, that was fucked up. You guys should have come to me weeks ago. And they're like, sorry, but you were fucking up. And you're like, like, yeah, I know. It's fucked oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Um, hard to. Honestly, it's really hard for all of us to try to like meet up during like other than training just because our schedules are crazy. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So, so is it the, it, it, by the time you, so you guys get to the games and is it still the elephant in the room or is it, do you oh, think yeah. everyone so by I then has like, it squashed? Yeah. I feel like right after it happened and like, I'm very much a person, it's like, whatever 
like whatever happened happened like it is what it is there's no point dwelling about it because it's just gonna make things more awkward like let's just figure out a way to like get through this and just be like the team that we know we can be because regardless of the drama or the whatever happened like we mesh very very well as a team obviously you saw it at games you were like there's no way you guys are going through things or there's no way that like all this stuff and mind you we are a great team like we love each other we know like when we get out on the competition floor and even in training like we will push for each other I will push for them I'm that's why I'm I feel like I'm a really good team athlete like I will push for my team um and so I feel like once that all went down we kind of were just like all right move on like it is what it is I don't want to talk about it anymore like I don't really care what y'all think like or anything like that like let's just get the job let's just get the job done and we kind of just put our head downs and work and it, and we like messed really well like things were I think great after that I think everyone like realized it was coming towards the end of the season like we don't want to end this way like we want to have fun why spend all this time all this money all this stress to just have it be not enjoyable and like we don't and we wouldn't do well if we weren't enjoying it I especially wouldn't do well if I wasn't enjoying it um yeah you guys did look like you're enjoying it you did look like you were uh, all all on the same page and when you when we saw you on stage and you get your trophies and the champagne spraying all around. Is that the last time the team's ever been together? Um, no, after that, we had, like, we all came back to San Diego. Josh went back um, up to L.A. His wife was having a baby. Um, and so we all saw each other again at the Padres game. We threw the first pitch for the Padres oh, game. right, right, right. Yeah, that was, I think that was the last time after games that we all were, like, other than other than I think the gym, Josh wasn't at the gym because he was, you know, having a baby. Was that <laughs> nice? Was that nice that, seeing think... them again at the Padres game? Was that nice? Yeah, it was like yeah. it was kind of weird because you go from seeing these four people all day, every day. All you're doing is hanging out with them. Um, and then you go like right after games, you're like and, you know, you all still live in the same city. But it's just like funny. You don't see them every day. So it's kind of weird seeing them at the game again. What well, is good? Did you did yeah, you we get had a lot throw... of fun? Did you throw a pitch from the pitcher's mound to the catcher? <laughs> yeah, but we don't want to talk about my pitch. Oh man. We all oh, threw man. we all threw at once. So we were standing like right in front of the mound and then yeah. all four of us threw at once. Oh. Yeah, who had the best? I definitely. Did did Jorge look like he played baseball? Yeah, sadly he showed all of us up. I was like, you can't put a D1 pitcher next <clears> to <throat> us. Like that's just not fair. <laughs> Ugh. Um, any chance the team would go again next year together? Uh, no, I think that like Brittany and Jorge have aspirations of going individual. I'm still kind of figuring out what I want to do. Same with Josh. Um, I don't really know his plans. Obviously he just had a baby. So kind of, I don't really know. Me and Josh are kind of in the same boat, like figuring out if we want to go individual, if we want to go team, but Jorge and Britt are going um, individual. So the team won't be a thing anymore. Sadly. Uh, it if if you did go team, you would go team through Invictus again? Probably. I mean, I haven't really, like, no other options have really kind of arisen themselves. Um, like, for example, like, if a different team reached out to me or anything like that. But I would love to do, I would do a team one with Invictus again. And in, in, in your head, are there people who you would, um, is there a team that like you're thinking of like, Oh, I, I could do a team with this person, this person, this person, this person. Yeah. There's a few people who, yeah, I, I'm hoping we'll see. I don't know how everything's panning out with them and if they've come to a conclusion yet, but um, definitely still feeling out a few things.
because I kind of want like it'll just all depends for all the shows in general. Oh, thank you. What does that mean for the L O M L? What's L O M L? Love of my life. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, uh, for the love of my life uh, and loving all the shows in general, keep smashing, gang. Awesome. Thanks, John. I don't know if I've but, seen John before in the chat. Yeah. Look, you're bringing out you're bringing out new people in the comments. Hey. Oh, uh, is it? Would you go? Is is Danny a possibility to go on a team with? Is that one of the people you're thinking of? I would love to go team with Danny, but I don't know if she would want to go team. I think you know after last season, because um, I know that she wanted to go team in a couple of years and eventually go team. But I think after last season, I think she probably will want to go individual again. Um, but I would love to go team with Danny. That would be a powerhouse team. <laughs> and, and and what about I heard CJ move north. Does that change the dynamics of the training at all? I heard CJ's in Oregon or something now. No. Not really. Like CJ obviously is like, you know, the foundation of that gym. But um the day-to-day -day coaches like our coach Holden, he's there day in and day out with us. He knows us better than he knows me more than I know myself. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Holden is very I'm very grateful for him. But um I don't think it'll change much. I mean, he's still traveling back for like any time we need him, like any qualifiers or opens or anything like that, like he will be there. And his mom who runs the gym, Karen, um, she's still there every single day at the gym. So it's kind of like he's right there next to him. So hey, it doesn't really change much. If just saying if, if you and um, the Weiss girl and the Fernandez boy and the Chama boy were to get back together, um, could you guys win the game uh, games again? Yeah, I think we could. Yeah. I would like to think so. I think that... What about sending him a text? Through, got... You fucking idiots. Just like that. <laughs> <You> fucking idiots. <laughs> it'd probably just be like crickets. Like, beep, beep. I think it's fair. I mean, just be like... They're like, what? And like, I just have an outburst thinking how stupid we are for not just, doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. God, we're fucking stupid for doing, not doing it again. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> We definitely could bring home the trophy again next year if we were on a team again. I'm, I could. would put, yeah. You I just are, feel like it's like, you I, guys yeah, are we bad just dudes. Have this, you guys are good. Yeah. Yeah. And we have like this chemistry that it's just like, and we've like, that's one thing I will stand by with our team is like, we have this chemistry that will just make you want to die for each other out on that field. So I don't think that there's anything that you could, regardless, like I could literally be like, bitching Brittany out right before the event we get onto the thing and we're like interlocked besties it's just like I feel like that's you know how it has to be and when we compete like that I just don't think that anything could get in our way I just feel like we have this such a strong bond that it's like I would literally die for those people yeah hey thanks for coming on the show you're awesome man your your parents must be so thanks. proud of you you're a class act uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're a wonderful thank human you being. thank you yeah. people who have you, you having their... me yeah, people who have you in their life are lucky. You're a a, a a ray of ray of light. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh. All right, T talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for getting up early. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you. All right, soon. don't go back to I'm sleep. Go back Just to drink. Now. <laughs> no, drink more coffee. Don't go back to sleep. I'm gonna have another oh. cup right now. All right, bye. All right, bye, Savon. Thanks for having me, Mr. Beaver. Yeah, part of me is sad. Like I, I was projecting onto her. I want them to stay together. Oh, oh, your mic's muted. Oh, your mic's muted. Yeah, it would be cool. I just reading some of the comments in the 
chat. I could see them probably never getting back together. With the yeah, with the especially oh Jorge's off to mayhem. Yeah. Oh, he is. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sleeky, you're my favorite uh, CrossFit Games athlete, Devin, and have been for 15 years. Fair enough. Oh, Big Beaver. <laughs> Everyone loves the Big Beaver. Uh, Bernie Gannon, Danny Spiegel doesn't strike me as a team player. What gives you that impression? So I got this problem. Uh, we have a show scheduled at 6 o'clock today, the CrossFit Games update show. But we also have a show scheduled with Dave Castro. So I do I just call? Do I wave off? the people from the CrossFit games update show and tell them, and then just the CrossFit games update show with Dave Castro, or do I try to do both shows? I think I'm stupid to try to do both shows. I think I wave off the group and just do the CrossFit games update show with Dave. Yeah, that'd be cool. Run them together. What do you mean run them to? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think I can do that. That's a lot of people. Well, no, I think he means back to back. Um, the reason why, I mean, I'm for sure going to do Dave, but the reason why is, is because Dave will be in studio. Mm. I guess I could just be like, we're done. And then the dudes come on. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, don't be a vagine. <laughs> don't wave off John and Taylor. No, it's not about waving them off. Like they don't. Well, it's not an option for them to be on the show with him. I don't think. It's gonna oh, say shit. I didn't even think, think of a that. Show is possible. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Just put them up on the big TV up there so Dave can see them too. Sure. I feel like Dave deserves his own own show though without those dudes just hanging out i mean those dudes could just hang out yeah that's true it's usually what happens when athletes come on anyway look at this let me see if i can um He looked way younger. When was my? Was that the? Can you hear the audio on that? Yeah. Um. You have a better memory than me. If you, you don't remember. I, I, because the mom remembered you too. He had long hair. I remember the the ball, and it feels so good. Yeah, I had a lot of those. But but then it's a letdown. If you make a crazy shot and it's good, but you don't win the point, you're like, dude. can't hit it any that was an amazing shot i can't hit it any better you can always hit it better you can yeah that's what adam said like the world's best tennis player Djokovic, he can all he can be he can always hit it way better than he can so there's always always room for improvement yeah that's a good mindset and how about how about in jujitsu what what are the it's like it's like numbers 
like numbers go on forever, right? The progress goes on forever. So. What the fuck? This motherfucker talks in metaphors too. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What? What? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. What this the? fucking kid talks in metaphors. Who the fuck's kid is this? He's nine. He came in here last night because I was cleaning up the podcast studio and I was setting up a new camera for Dave coming and it was late. It was like nine or ten. He's like, hey, dude, I got to do a podcast. I'm like, no, I'm not letting you do a podcast. He goes, why? I'm like, you'll say crazy shit, dude. You'll, you say crazy shit that's like, I think it's funny, but the world's going to fucking trip when they find out me and you talk like this. He's like, no, no, I promise <laughs> I'll dial that shit back. I'm like, okay, don't fuck around. And so we did it and he fucking smashed it. What he do, he so then afterwards he goes, Are you gonna put that on the internet? And I said, Do you think I should? He goes, Well, I said the word pussy. <laughs> he called someone a pussy. That was it. I'm like, that's okay. It was slight, it was chill. You were pretty, you were pretty good besides that. Oh my god. Progress is like numbers, they just go on forever. I was like, what the fuck? He's killing me. I've never heard an adult say that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not even a metaphor I've ever used. God, it was crazy. I want to do a live show with him, but I am scared. He's capable of anything. He could be like, I don't want him to be like, this one time my dad got so drunk on the couch, he shat himself. I'm like, uh, no, he's joking. Because <laughs> kids can't lie. Yeah. One time he locked, my mom was beating him up and he, and he ran, he got jumped in the car and drove away. Fucking scare me. Say some crazy shit. Damn. Uh, Phil, yeah, Dad, can we get Burger King again? Yeah. Hey, I did such a great job. Can we go to Burger King like you took me yesterday? What? No, but no, you must be confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so Dave, Dave on for sure. I think Susan is going to come here and run the studio. Sweet. Uh, yeah. All, you're all, all, would love to have you too, Caleb. Of course. Um, so, um, Bernie Gannon, uh, he could say anything. I wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, totally. Yeah, completely guilty of that. Somebody said he interrupts Sevon like Sevon better than. Oh, Sevon. yeah, he did. He interrupted me like twenty times. I was like, all right, roll with it. <laughs> He, I, I heard him yesterday uh, in, in, the, in, in, I think he was in my room. I heard him, I heard someone rapping and I went in there and he was singing all the song, uh, all the words from colors and dancing. He dances like this, like he's throwing gang signs. <laughs> you watched a couple of 90s music videos. Oh my goodness. I know I would never take my kid to Burger King. Burger King is gross. I agree. It's completely absurd. Disgusting. All right. Um, I'll see you tonight. Oh. What is it? Oh. Oh. Man, it's getting close to Crash Crucible. I'm reading a text message from J.R. Howell. 
It's coming up next week. Yeah, crazy. Did you awesome. listen? Did you listen to that podcast that um, uh, the Lone Ranger podcast with the Lone Ranger and Tonto and Rory McKernan? No, was it any good? It's it's bizarre. It's really weird. I think it's interesting that Rory went on their show. Well, he's I think he's homies with them. He I mean he used to work really closely with them. They worked in the Uh-oh. same office forever. It is a bizarre. It's bizarro world. It's an hour and like 10 minutes. Lauren Khalil says maybe like, I don't know, eight seconds of talking. But um, also. I, 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 I don't know what the takeaway. It, it's a trip. It, it's a trip. It's a trip. Uh, it, where is CrossFit headed with Rory McKernan? Uh, um, the Lone Ranger podcast number 283. Oh, okay. I see it. And. um. I can't really tell what, what what they're trying to get at. I could not tell what they're trying to get. At. The premise was interesting. They invited Rory on. The premise was I should save this for the CrossFit Games update show. But the yeah, premise of the podcast was is like, hey, how did that how did that email go out from uh, Mayhem that says CrossFit is over? What were you guys trying to do? And Rory's response was, hey, it was a fuck up. We wish we wouldn't have sent it. Like that was a fuck up. And but. Um, but then they go in and sort of start t- trying to talk about what's wrong with CrossFit. And it's just at, at one point, Rory says, Hey, I'm just rambling. Uh, I'll give, I'll give the mic back to you, uh, Lone Ranger and Tonto to get me back on track. But then it just continued to ramble for another 60 minutes. It was a trip. I can't tell if they are down on CrossFit because they are really down on CrossFit. Or if they're down on CrossFit because the media space has changed so much and they're not enjoying their role in it. And so, therefore, they're projecting their discomfort onto CrossFit Inc. I, there's something weird going on, though. I would, I, I would love to get a handful of people on here and analyze the podcast, figure out what, 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 what exactly is going, what they were trying to say. Oh my goodness, Hiller's video yesterday was crazy. Wow, dude. Wow. Absolutely. Dude, he's a genius. He is that, a genius, dude. You want to see somebody like project oh my God, something in the six, future? Say it again. Say it again. You want to see somebody like project something in the future? Like have the foresight like months in advance. Hiller just pulled that off. What do you mean? Like he's got some Nostradamus like capabilities? No, he, I think, I feel like he planned this out from the time, from the games basically. Because you know how he met with her at the games and they like became friends or like no. they became acquaintances? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had heard that. Yeah, I had heard that. Yeah. I, I think he leveraged that. That was, that's fucking, it's genius. It's genius. This is absolutely an amazing video outside. I, I, unfortunately, I wish it wasn't about Sporty Beth. The big picture is, is just the clarity and thought that he's having and the connecting the, 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 just all the logic. It's just one, it's 38 minutes of just logic. And it, this thing is crazy. I can't believe it has 16,000 views in 21 hours. That's wild. Wow. 
Hey, you will, anyone will enjoy this. It's not, it's not mean. Um, I no, didn't think there not. was any, I didn't, <clears throat> if, the, <clears throat> if the Bryce, the Bryce one, I felt like got a little mean. Me personally just made me feel uncomfortable. I'm not saying Andrew was mean. I just felt uncomfortable. This one I didn't think got mean at all, but boy, he really, it, it, uh, th this sporty Beth character should send him like a thousand bucks for just, it, it's a one crazy therapy session for her. He explains oh, all her unhappiness. He, if she fall, if she listens to this, she could, she could set herself free. You think she will? Like, hey, dude, I'm kind of like, no, I don't know. I, no, I don't think so. I'm <laughs> envious. I'm envious of her. It's so cool that she's like so comfortable being obese, right? It's like, yeah, cool, awesome. I'm stoked for you. Yeah. It like I wish I could be that. I you were more comfortable in your body than I am in my body. I get it. You're taking Valium and I'm drinking um, uh, Sierra Nevadas, but actually I don't drink beer. But you know what I mean. I'm drinking a vodka and soda to get comfortable in mine, and you're drinking. You're taking Valiums. But either way, you seem way more comfortable in your body than mine. Awesome. I'm stoked for you. But this thing where you're trying to tell people that it's healthy, I mean, Hiller just, wow. It's dangerous what she's doing. Dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's irresponsible. Yeah, irresponsible. Good. Yeah. But Hiller did hey, a great job. It had it has that um uh uh um minor attracted person vibe. Oh, we're switching pedophile to minor attracted person. It's okay. Uh, it's a, I'm just a minor attracted person. It's got like that. Whoa, you're whoa 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 whoa. Come back to reality. I hate to yeah, say it, people aren't gonna like this, but it got that abortion vibe too. Like, oh, it's um uh women's um uh. What do they call it? What do they call baby killing? Um, the pro us pro choice people we call baby killing um women's medical rights or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we got to. It's like uh, whoa, 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 hold on a second. <laughs> Your medical rights involve a baby? Not? Yeah, of course. Hey, you know, my choice. Dude, fucking crazy. Yeah, she got some of that going on. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, she, at one point she said 30 pounds isn't a lot. Let me tell you, 30 pounds is a shit ton. Oh, yeah. For any for any person. At one point I weighed like 220-something, like 220-ish. And since then I've lost about 15, 20 of those pounds. And it's been it's just made a world of difference. Like my joints don't hurt my, as much. Like I can, How about I your gymnastics? Better. Your pull-ups get crazy, right? And your push-ups oh, yeah. get crazy. Yeah. I lost five pounds and I was able to do three more pull-ups than I normally do. Yeah. You know, like it's it's simple. Yeah. Um, should should uh, I sit down and watch Hiller's sporty Beth video? Dude, I'm telling you, you will enjoy it so much. I wouldn't even play it at 1.25 time. I would play it at one time and just sit down with like a bowl of cereal and watch it. A box yeah. of cereal. The gallon of milk. It's so good. You might have go it's, through two two bowls of cereal after during it. Sometimes I watch Hiller's stuff, or I watch my stuff, or I watch someone's stuff, and I'm watching stuff just to like make sure I'm up to speed on things. And I'm like, kind of have to grind through it, right? Okay, I'm watching that. I'm watching the Lone Ranger podcast, and I don't really want to watch it, but I want to be up to speed on what's going on. Like I'm doing research. Uh, uh Dave's um, weekend review. Like I'm like, okay, okay, and I'm watching 1.25 time. This. Uh, this Hiller one is not like that. 
you're going to be completely fully engaged and entertained. Like you're watching Black Hawk Down or something. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I could eat a whole. Yeah. Get a box of grape nuts, a gallon of uh, whole milk, and a uh, 27 packets of sugar and watch this. <laughs> I used to do that as a kid, too. Oh, God. Grape so nuts bad. and sugar so good. I have hey, no idea I, why. I walked down the cereal aisle yesterday. I rarely go to, I went to Safeway because my son's birthday is coming up. So I had to get a bunch of cheap sparkling water. So I went to Safeway. I almost never go there. I always just go to the local mom and pop stores. But I went there and I went there with Avi and I walked us down the cereal aisle. And I swear, like, we don't have sugar in our house. But if we did, I would have bought the grape nuts and a gallon of milk. Because I'm like, oh, I want to get this and just do this. I haven't done this in 15 years. But then I'm like, how? where am I going to get the sugar at? I don't think yeah. I own sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I agree. Grape nuts. What the fuck is wrong with you? I have no pushback. I know. Hey, you have to let them get mushy. You pour the bowl and then you come back and then you cover it with sugar on top. I mean, a huge bowl. Oh, yeah. And then you come back and it's just soft. And they use the big spoon for the sugar. Yes. <laughs> it's stupid. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Let them get so soggy. Yeah, the Hiller video is out of control. I like it when he has to take the weight vest off because it gets too heavy. It's uncomfortable. They also played all day. And if I couldn't keep up, they're like, dude, come on, let's go. Keep up with us. It was motivational for me. I wanted to do more. And me as a 12 to 4. By the way, Hiller, you, um, you are lighter skin, but you look great there. You're not pale by any means. I like your skin color there, your skin tone. 14-year-old do that. Beth, you are older than 12 to 14. You can make these sorts of same decisions that I made as a 14-year-old. You can change your life. All you gotta do is change the way that you think about it. People that are fat, like me, and have the cheek to exist on the internet, get constantly body shamed. There we go. This is important. What is shame? I looked it up, the word shame, because I hear it a lot. A painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Now, you look at that and you go, oh, shame is a bad thing. But then you want to look at the word feeling, because shame is a feeling. It says so, a painful feeling. All right, let's go look up what the word feeling means. Feeling is an emotional state or reaction. All right, and it is also a belief, especially a vague or irrational one. And we're already working our way into the spot where we can look at shame being a feeling as something that is vague and irrational, and it is also a belief. I want to go one step further, and we're going to go look at the word belief. A belief is an acceptance that a statement is true and that something exists. So we have body shaming. Shaming is a feeling. A feeling is a belief and a belief is the acceptance that something you are saying is actually true. So Beth, you are in control of determining whether or not you think that any of this stuff is actually true. And just like I can take off the- Dude, someone needs to fucking clip that. That's so good. That's fucking Jordan Peterson shit. Or <laughs> fucking just holy shit. Hey, uh, that's why it makes no sense to be a Democrat. They give they give away everything. There's no there's it's just all feel it stops at feelings. They don't take any responsibility. They don't go to like the fact that, hey, you can change it between your ears. Ugh. Bye bye, Mr. Wayne. Good to see you, brother. Thumbnail with for Dave Castro. Thumbnail for Dave Castro. Well, Bruce is leaving. I'm leaving. Me too. All right. Good. I'll see you guys at 6 p.m. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but bye-bye.